Welcome to Red Maryland Radio, the Red Maryland Network's flagship show. Here are your hosts, Brian Griffiths and Greg Klein. And we are live, another brand new episode of Red Maryland Radio on the Red Maryland Network coming to you. From the Jim Plunkett Studio in the heart of the business district of Severna Park, Maryland. Nice. nice. Nowhere near the banks of the hist- semi-historic Magathy River. You're listening to Maryland's leading conservative talk show, Red Maryland Radio on the Red Maryland Network. I am your host, Brian Griffiths, with me in the studio, of course, Greg Klein. Good to be here. We have got so much to talk about here tonight, about the a governor's ton. race. We've got a, a, just a, a, a cornucopia of things to talking about. To things to talk about. That's easy for me to say. But joining us on the hotline right now, Republican State Senate candidate and former delegate Ron George. Ron, it's good to talk to you again. Hey, guys. It's good to be back. Well, early voting. Today was the first day of early voting, so I'm sure that you are out talking to uh, talking to voters today. So what's what's the mood out there? What are you seeing people people doing as they go early vote? Well, they were early, early voting because uh, the morning and early afternoon were very busy, and then it really died died down quite a bit. And uh, you know, but um, most people seemed to know who they were going to vote for uh, as they came up. Uh, and uh, you know, we got good response from several great people and uh, good people. Um, some men would even walk up to tell us the story about when I made the wedding. I took the wife's two diamonds from her wedding band and her 25th anniversary and she passed away and the dad gave it to the two daughters and they brought them to me and I made some beautiful pieces for them out of each using her golden diamonds. So he says, so he's, he was going to vote for me, you know, (laughs) (laughs) very cool story. (laughs) whatever, whatever it takes. Right. Um, no, I mean, people were wonderful. People uh, were kind of quiet, you know, they didn't want to share much, uh, as they went up. This is what I heard from some of our crew. Right. Uh, and they were that way to everybody. Uh, my opponent went to Edgewater and she stood there and no one came up to her. Um, she did hand out some stuff up in Severna park when she was with someone else from our campaign up there. Um, so, um, you know, I just don't think there seems, there's a lot of people turning out. So you could say that's enthusiasm, but, uh, you know, I had a great response from people. People were very friendly. Uh, but for the most part, uh, you know, people just want to get in and vote and get out, you know. And uh, there, there's not long lines, uh, but it was busy. Uh, the parking lot in Edgewater was full this morning, and it was full at Pip Moyer right. uh, in, in Annapolis. And those are the two main ones in our district. And then some of our people go up to Severna Park to vote uh, from this district, too. Uh, but... Uh, it was busy early, and uh, it was busy up until, like I said, one or two, and then it, it died down quickly. A little pickup uh, just before five, and uh, but not not a, not anywhere that strong as strong. Well, I, I, we're winding down. Of course, voting day is is people have started voting, as you pointed out. First day of early voting today. Absentee ballots had gone out previously. Uh, election day is is only you know a week and a half away. Um, as yeah. as the as you wind towards you reach the crescendo of people actually casting their ballots over over what is a much elongated election day essentially, what are the issues that have come to the fore, particularly in your race, um, that that people seem to be most moved by? 
Well, people like, you know, I mean, you talk about the environment here, and I have a good record with that, despite what uh, I think the former president of League of Conservation Voters, uh, you know, wrote a stinging attack on me about how I get a failing grade from the report card. I have a 47% with them, uh, but it's not a failing grade because they choose at the beginning of session how many, uh, uh, three or four bills that they're putting in, sometimes as high as eight, that they're putting in. And they say those are the ones they're going to give a report card on, so you better vote yes or else, you know. And uh, but the problem is there's over there's over a hundred environmental bills, uh, and uh, Maryland Business for Responsible Government they they do the report card at the end of the year on all the business bills, and uh, they put together a report card so it's it's much more truthful. Their uh, League of Conservation Voters report card is not a report card. It's just them saying you you didn't vote for our increases tax increases or you did. Because every one of their bills always has a big tax increase, so I don't vote for them. That's why I have a 47%. Half of the bills that come out from them have big tax increases. And uh, but they don't even they wouldn't even include my energy net metering bill. And you know what, guys? This year, wind turbines are being put up in Crisfield on the Lower Eastern Shore, uh, on you know on the, on the eastern side, and and uh, it's one of the few places that's really powerful wind. And they had trouble getting energy there. And you know they're talking about putting power lines across. And uh, we went there and explained to them they could save energy credits for about, you know, seven or eight years and have enough money to put up wind turbines. And that's exactly what they did. So now there's wind turbines because of Ron George's bill. No no other legislator can claim that. Did it make the League of Conservation Voters uh, report card? No. No. So, um, you know, I... It, it, I think I've got a pretty good strong thing. So uh, th- that's strong here. Uh, and then there's, uh, you know, there's there's issues on economies, big on people. Uh, you know, uh, we have very diverse area in South County. You know, you have to protect the farmers and the horses and the watermen. And uh, and also uh, you have to kind of protect growth to have it really planned out and, and, and not overdo it. Mayo Peninsula doesn't want any more growth because they have one way in, one way out. And emergency vehicles can't get in and out, you know. So that's that's a big issue for them. Um, but uh, I've offered solutions for them. I helped to put in a turn lane when I was a delegate. They remember that because uh, no one was doing anything about that. And uh, you know, I've talked about getting Medvac down there, and we we have. And uh, so uh, they remember me. I'm very strong there. I'm very strong in all the South County locations. Um, and uh, Annapolis, we seem to be doing pretty well in. Um, our polling had me the first poll we did about six weeks ago. Okay. Uh, or, or I guess it was almost eight. No, it was about six or seven weeks ago. Had me up by uh, five, and uh, no four, and that was uh, you know just above the margin of error. And then two weeks later, we decided to do another one, and we shot up to eleven and a half. I mean wow. seven and a wow. half. Up to seven and a half. And then two weeks later, her attack ads started hitting, uh, the ones that claimed I sold stolen merchandise in my jewelry store. People laugh at that. I mean, they just can't, you know, this, it, and they threw it out. It was ridiculous, most people who knew me. Right. And, uh, and it really upset a lot of Democrats. And, um, and so after they did that, uh, we went up to two points, okay, just two points. So she kind of stifled my momentum I was getting, but okay. I was up by two points. But here's the thing. Her negatives went up 5%. My positives went up 5% after she sent those. So I don't think people around here appreciated uh, what she did. Well, let's talk about your opponent a little bit. I mean, sure, you know, Sarah Elfrith... Uh, you know, she, her 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 shtick appears to be that she's a young woman just getting her start in politics, a fresh face. 
she has been given every advantage in the world. She's an establishment Democrat through and through as a political animal who has mm-hmm. come up through the uh, you know, through the Democratic food chain, if you will. I mean, she's she's a protege yeah, of, yeah. of Mike Bush and, and the establishment Democrats. Are people seeing through that? Are people understanding that, you know, as opposed to being a new voice for District 30, she would just be the same old, same old they've had for 30 plus years? Well, you, you, you think they are. I've had some Democrats say they weren't impressed with her, they weren't impressed with her. Um, the thing is that that first polling I told you about, 30% of the people didn't know her. And, uh, you know, so she, they've all of a sudden, this woman that she had just $90 in her account, I mean, $900, what am I saying, $90,000, um, you know, at the last filing, mm-hmm, right. you know, she suddenly is able to uh, put uh, $90 into TV ads. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, she's just getting money. You know, they always wait till the end. So when people say, oh, you're way ahead, you're going to win, you're going to win. No, you're not. The Democrats, they, they've got a lot of funny money. It just happens to come in. Like after the filing we, we do right now, right, which is right. due, um, when is it, in a couple days? Tomorrow, I think. There, there, she, she's going to be flooded with, with everything will be paid for that is still out there for her. They've been doing things for her all along. And uh, multiple mailings. I think she's done over 15. Ten of them are negative pieces on me. Ten yeah, of them were and, hit pieces And on I me. saw the other day the entire Baltimore yeah. City delegation had a huge fundraiser for her. You know, the same old establishment yes. Democrats that are in, in Mike Bush and Mike sure. Miller's back pocket is just funneling, right. funneling money right. towards I her. I mean, it's, it's funny. Here she is. You know, she and, and Pittman are both Acorn-type people, mm-hmm. you know. Gotcha. And Pittman yeah. was in Acorn. He headed things for them. And uh, and that's not an issue. The paper didn't even talk about that, wouldn't even look at it. Um, you know, um, so she's had it pretty easy. I mean, you know, she, she studied government. In undergrad, she studied government in graduate school, and then she becomes a lobbyist for a few years, you know, and uh, that that qualifies her. And to hear them, t- oh, and then she headed the Democratic Club for a year in in Annapolis, and then you know, and they say, oh, she's she's so qualified, she's the most qualified candidate. They they talk her up like crazy, and it's like, yeah. hello, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, I haven't done anything in my life, you know. I haven't. Done anything. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I know. It, I. I, I feel you on that. Let me um, let me ask another question, because she's got the Democratic establishment behind her. She's obviously been, uh, you know, brought up to, to be at this point, as you as you pointed out, getting a lot of support. You've got the governor behind you uh, very strongly. The governor is very popular. How is the governor affecting this race in your district? Do you see him having the kind of coattails that can that can be decisive in in your race, um, and uh, you know how we, I, I'm sure he's very popular in your district. But what is the feedback you get? Are people are people associating with the governor? Is there a split? How is that working for your well, campaign? Well, I think they want to vote down. I think you know it's 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 tough for people who, who well, many people call themselves Democrat uh, in in our in our district. If they break away, you know, they voted the first time for like they couldn't bring themselves to do it the second time. You know, even though he was you know the better candidate, or they said they liked him a lot more, they 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 just you know they wanted a Democrat. Um, so I just think that a lot of people are going to vote for Hogan this time. I think it's better than when it was early. But voting down the ticket, I think we still wait to see that. We're still waiting to see that. Um, you know how that's going to pan out. Um, you know, I do have a lot of uh, support from Democrats, and it's going to be. De- I think it's all dependent on how they turn out. You know, uh, so that that 
that'll be seen. Um, how does how does your poll that? I'm sorry, I'm interrupting Pardon? you. I'm interrupting you, but just just to follow up, how does your opponent deal with the questions about whether she supports Ben Jealous or his agenda? Has she been embracing it or dodging it or something in between? She hasn't answered it since uh, Len Lazarick asked it of her the day I had an event with Hogan. I told him I was going to compare her with Ben Jealous, and he goes, "Oh," and I said, "Have you spoken to her?" And I, I knew I knew he would go and talk to her, so he did. He interviewed her for a couple hours, and the quote he put in the paper was this. I find he is an ex- he is exciting. He's an exciting candidate. And then she said, um, "We have as as they, as you know the the line that all the Democrats were saying when there was an odd candidate, you know, among them, you know, they we we all share the same Democratic values, you know. So so we have an ad that's going that that's been on TV and it shows a a, a gathering." of everyone in green T-shirts and a big Sarah Elfrith banner, and she's standing behind it, and her whole team and volunteers from the 4th of July parade are there. And guess who's with her? Ben Jealous. And so our ad just very simply says, Ben Jealous and Sarah Elfrith. Elfrith calls Jealous exciting, and that they share the same values. Who shares your values? And then it says Larry Hogan and Ron George. And from then on, Hogan just takes his, takes how he has his arm around me. He just goes to the microphone and talks about Ron George, you know, yeah. so, and 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 my my hard work and everything and what I've done and you know. And I think people got to get the idea that there's a difference here. You know what I mean? Here's a person who admires and thinks, you know, Ben Jealous, you know, shares her values, right? And uh, you know, and yet she's trying to distance herself from him now. I think in our in our not the last debate, the debate just before that, she uh, she must have complimented Larry Hogan. I like what Larry Hogan did on this, and I support Larry Hogan on this. You know, to sound like she's bipartisan all of a sudden. But yeah, a lot of a lot of these you know, Democratic senators, they are they are reading from the same uh, they're reading from the same playbook. They can uh, they all can read a poll. And uh, yeah, they, I think Jim Mathias <laughs> runs ad that makes him sound like he's part of the Republican caucus. I mean, it's uh, you know, pretty ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. That's what I heard. Um, yeah, that's what I've heard from the other races. Is they're all kind of doing that, and uh, it ain't working, you know. So, just out of curiosity, I mean, the bike lane in Annapolis is a city issue. Is that kind of an issue that's popped up in the Senate race? Have you guys been asked about that? Any? I mean, I, I, again, obviously, I know it's, you it's, had strong feelings. It's you know, a city I think issue. It, I think but... it did something. I think you know, I've always been kind of active in town, but I haven't got active in the city politics as much, like in the mayor's office. Right, right, you know, right. I tried. You know, I try to try to work on the state issues for everybody. Uh, but I think people realize that here's something that's going to be affect my business, and I became a voice down there. And I think it woke a lot of people up. I've had people ask me to take part in the designs and plans for the city because I've been a leader down there and things like that. And, uh, I mean, we won tremendous support for the bike lane. And it was mainly the fact he didn't understand process at all in government. And uh, he was treating it like it was his own little SimCity computer game where he can decide (laughs) where he wants everything to be and how to do it, you know. And... uh, you know that's not that's not what the role of government. And I, I have found so many people that don't understand business. And he's not a businessman, believe me. He had other backers and things, open his restaurants and things. Uh, they they don't get it. They think it's up to them to make decisions because we're all too stupid to, you know. And they treat it like it's their own little game, you know. Yeah, um, definitely. I had a son who played that that some city thing, and he was so proud of himself. I said, well. You sound like you, you, you're not supposed to be able to have that kind of power. <laughs> Business owners know what's best. You know what I mean? You didn't right. leave anything up to them. Yeah, yeah indeed. Exactly. So. Well, there's, you know, like, like Greg said, there's a week and a half left. If folks 
want to reach out to you, they want to help you down the stretch, want to throw you a couple bucks, volunteer, yeah. how can they reach out? Well, you, uh, you can always go to rg.us. Uh, Ron, I'm sorry, R, no, it's just rongeorge.us. Uh, or, uh, you know, if they, they, they want to uh, give me a call right on. You know, I got, I got a, one of the campaign phones with me all the time. And that's 410-353-2380, 410-353-2380. Uh, stop by my jewelry store or call up there and find out how to get in touch with me, and they'll point you right to me. Usually, you know, uh, they'll get me the message right away, or they'll give you a way to get in touch with me. Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's pretty easy to find me, you know, and, uh, and, um, and I'll probably just be standing out front of the campaign centers, of the election centers, and... Uh, you know, just greeting people at all the sure. places well, that's and uh, talking to them. Yeah, yeah. indeed. Well, yeah. Ron George, is our good friend Ron George, hopefully the next state senator from District 30. It's an important race. Everybody should yeah, get out and important. help. Go, Go vote they can. for all Absolutely. these races. Ron, it was good to talk to you. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, best of luck to you guys. Yeah, you too. Great people, and you, you, you give us a great service. Thanks so much. Oh, well, thank, thank you. you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so again, rongeorge.us for those of you who want to reach out to to Ron and have a link to, at um, redmaryland.com. Yes, well. yes, we will. Greg, why don't we go ahead and take a break? You want to take a and break. we have so much to talk about when we get back. Yeah. We have we'll talk about the governor's race. Greg voted. We'll talk a little bit yeah. about that. We're yeah. going to have some fun at the expense of our friends at the real <laughs> friends at the <sighs> real news. They, they went to Perry Hall, which I think was out of their comfort zone. It was <laughs> hilarious. We'll share that with you. And then some network notes to close the show, which okay. I know Greg's very excited about. Stick well, with us. You're listening to Red Maryland Radio on the Red Maryland Network. You're invited to the first Red Maryland Leadership Conference on Saturday, January 26, 2019 at the Doubletree Hotel in Annapolis. Join conservatives from across the state to discuss the future of conservatism in Maryland and to develop strong, principled conservative leaders for the future. This will be an affordable all-day event featuring speakers from across the country discussing politics, ideas, and how to build a conservative majority in Maryland. Sponsorship opportunities are available. To secure your seat for this conference, visit redmarylandconference.com and purchase your ticket today. You can help Red Maryland grow our reach when you visit redmaryland.com and click on the Amazon link and shop as normal. A portion of your purchase will come back to Red Maryland to help us grow. Additionally, you can buy Red Maryland t-shirts, drinkware, and other gear from our Zazzle store at zazzle.com slash redmaryland. We want to hear from you. Email us at any time at redmaryland at gmail.com. You can also leave audio feedback on our Red Maryland Talkback line at 410-205-4875. We might use your feedback on our programming. You are listening to Maryland's most trusted conservative voice, the Red Maryland Network. Be sure to follow Red Maryland on all of the major social networking sites. You can follow us at Red Maryland on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Google+, Snapchat, and Tumblr to get the latest from Red Maryland. And be sure to follow the home base for all things Red Maryland, redmaryland.com. Celebrating five years as Maryland's only network that matters. You're listening to the Red Maryland Network. Dit is your favorite. 
Back, Red Maryland Radio on the Red Maryland Network. Special treat. I am not watching it on video. <laughs> I am Brian. He is Greg. Yeah, that that's, that stager was a little longer than I intended, so I apologize. And but. you are listening to Red Mar- uh, the Elite Political Talk Show. Yes, across the state of Maryland. That's right. The Elite Talk Show. I know somebody will get pissed off at talking about how we're the elite. Yeah, not you, not anybody here. Yeah. Just, well, I mean, are, look, there are if, people. If you look at the shows that talk about state and local politics in Maryland, which is our lane, and it's not a huge number, and have consistent quality, and have great guests like Ron George every week. Or we had, Craig Wolf like or we Craig had last Wolf week. Craig Wolf last week. This is your show. And now, now you've gotten that, okay? Now it's time for the analysis yeah. and the fun and the insight that uh, we're we're known for bringing. So where do we want to start? Well, early voting started today. Yes. And Greg, I voted. You early voted. Tell us about it. See, I move in front of the camera, then it's behind the microphone, uh, and then I'm off mic. Yes, I went. To, I voted at Severna Park. I'm I'm not surprised. Uh, well, it made sense. Um, so I, you know, got my hair cut, picked up dry clean, and checked my. Well, mail. you got to look good to early vote, Greg. Well, I <laughs> I don't know about that, but. I had, you know, where are those to, old conservative refuge, um, uh, la, 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 oh brother, where art thou clips when you need them? Yeah, yeah. Where's that show? That where show is, is where great, is man. That Everybody show? misses that show. Apparently, yeah. Great, awesome. I'll bring it back. You should one day. I one should. day. Anyway, but you wrote something today, so baby steps. Save that for later. Now, so I went and voted. It was about. A, I was in line for about half an hour. Okay, I was pretty busy. Um. Everybody was very cordial. Okay. It was people who you'd expect to be able to wait in line for half an hour on a on, you know, one o'clock on an afternoon. So on lawyers. A, lawyers, uh, the folks who are, you know, have accomplished the things in life where they don't have to work anymore. Can I say that? Is that is that a polite who have reached the station in life where they have the the flexibility to do that? Lottery winners? Let's uh, retired people, actually. I knew what you meant. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it was very, and every, and it was Severn Park, by the way. It was an older crowd. I mean, okay. let's be honest. It was an older crowd. Um, and uh, was, they kept it moving. It was fine. Everything was fine. They asked all the questions when I got my ballot, so, which is what they're supposed to do, even though we don't have But ID. they didn't check you for ID. No, they didn't check me for ID, to. but they did ask, they did the, do the challenges. I didn't see anybody observing or anything, uh, but they seemed to be doing everything. Copacetic. Um, it you, was hard. You would for, know. Uh, yes. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean I've been a poll uh, watcher observer. Uh, I couldn't tell from the crowd. It was it was certainly a mixed crowd. Uh, Republican, Democrat, whatever. You couldn't tell just by looking at people. Um, it was definitely Severna Park uh, represented, even though, of course, anybody in the county could have voted there. Uh, and as Ron George said, some folks from Annapolis or that area come up here. Right. Because um, District 30 kind of gets across the river. Yeah, no, it's close. And, and, close and 31's not that far up the road either. So, 
No, I think Serena Parr is the closest one to me as well, actually. Yeah, so that's no big deal. Um, I, I I saw Wes Adams out there. Okay. Said hi to Wes. Um, Did you see any of the signs that have been posted around town recently? Uh, which signs there are, are you referring some, to? There are some uh, illegal campaign signs with uh, telling people to go to wastefulwest.com. I have not. See, I yeah. did not see any of those. Signs, I have not no. gone to wastefulwest.com. Uh, the 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 Ann Colt Lightus campaign was represented there. They had a couple people working there. I don't think Ms. Lightus herself was there. Was Daryl Jones out with them today? I didn't see. I, yeah. I didn't see him. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, uh, Delegate McConkey from from Severna Park from District Thirty Three was there, and some of our friends who were helping out other campaigns were there. Okay. So it was, you know, it's a weird because everything is in all of it. The people are all waiting inside of the electioneering line. So, you, you have, you know, electioneering is weird depending on where you are. Some places you can get a lot more out of it. This place was kind of, yeah, the there's Sword a little bit of a gauntlet is, you can walk through. But well, the problem isn't it's the way the way it's lined up. The right. Park Library, you get you get parking real close to the line if yeah. not inside the line right so it's kind of hard there's really no place for it's a little tougher to, it's a little tougher i think the parking was the enough that people would have to there was a little bit of a gauntlet right like i voted in elementary school and right. the parking lot is in and actually pretty decent chunk of the sidewalk right. is outside the line so gotcha you can you can have you know it's the there's it's easy to have the gauntlet right now again not many people at least in the primary were there for me uh, you know, to, to, there were some Brian Jism people when I went and voted back in in the primary. Right. And I voted right. on election day. I didn't vote on. I didn't vote early. At least well, the the, election. I voted on election day at the primary too, and it was a ghost town. Yeah. So yeah, we were anyway. So I voted. Uh, we can we can talk about who I voted for, or whatever. But or we no, let, let's. I mean, okay. Well, that implies you didn't vote a straight Republican ticket. Ah, and this and this is where you'd be wrong. The only exception. To, the only exception. I don't know why I'm looking here instead of here. Yeah, there's a camera right there. You should the look at it. The only exception to the straight Republican ticket was in Congressional District 4, where I voted for the Red Maryland endorsed yes. candidate, Dave Fisher. Dave Lasher. No, that's District 3. I didn't vote for him. <laughs> yes. Or, what was Dave Bishop. Dave Bishop. Yes, thank you. Sorry, Dave. Wow. I did vote for him. Otherwise, straight Republican ticket. Okay. Including for Comptroller. Okay, so there you go. Don't get mad at me, Len Foxwell. Sorry, your boss is going to do fine. I felt it was important that the Republican candidate for that get some votes. Ms. Fukan, who wrote a guest piece at RedMaryland.com earlier this week. She's, you know, she's not going to win, and that may be for the best, but but, uh, I did throw her a vote out of party loyalty. For the spot, for the next person who wants to come along. Okay. And run for that, and I, and I, you know, I, I voted for our delegates, and I voted for Big Ed Riley. Um, and yeah, I will uh, be undervoting my Senate race, probably. Just FYI. Okay. All right. Well. All right. Um, there were probably a couple I undervoted. I don't really remember. And then there are a number of the ballot measures. You go to redmaryland.com. You can see our positions on those. All forty nine. Uh, and local and I, ballot and measures. I followed those. Which was really helpful, and I'm sure a lot of people will find that information really helpful. A lot really of people helpful. have found that really helpful in the 24 hours or so since yeah. we have posted that information. And by the way... And one of the if, people I voted for, because I wrote a piece about it today, was uh, for our clerk of the court. Doug Arnold. Doug Arnold, who's a good friend of ours. Good guy. Just a plain good guy. Yeah. And uh, the clerk's office here in the county, in the circuit court here in Anne Arundel County, uh, does great work. They're really ahead of the game. Um, yeah, I mean, you go to circuitcourt.org, it's their website. 
and you get scheduling, all that kind of stuff. You know, I, I have cases in Baltimore City and ba- Baltimore County is the worst. OK, the city is not great, but it's a dream to and, you know, nothing's perfect. No place is perfect, but it's a dream to practice in Anne Arundel County. And that's because of the work of of Bob Duckworth, who's been our longtime clerk mm-hmm. and his, you know, uh, number two guy, frankly, has been Doug Arnold for a long time. And, and the team that they have there and important to vote for those guys. And I wrote a piece at RedMaryland.com. In, morning indeed. Um Go to RedMaryland.com. If you haven't gone to RedMaryland.com slash 2018 election yet, do it. That's where yes. all of our coverage is based out of. Do it. All, do it. all the stories do that it. we've written about Ben Jealous, all the stories that we've written yeah. about the Comptroller's race, the Attorney General's race. Didn't see anybody for Ben Jealous. Tell it well. <laughs> I'm not, there might you know, have been some signs, maybe. Greg, and you know this as well as yeah. I do. The Ben Jealous campaign is the most dysfunctional organization the, east of the Oakland Coliseum. I said easy. Easy. These are the jokes, folks. <laughs> Easy. Um, the, at least that at threw least, you off. Didn't at it? least <laughs> at least the guys at Oakland have some cap room now, um, and they've got some. They've got. Oh, some Ben hope. Jealous. They got some hope for the future. Ben Jealous, Jealous has done. No, Ben Jealous has plenty of cap room, just no money to spend. Well, I mean that franchise is disbanding in a few days. Okay. <laughs> um, he, isn't he just? Go, I said this this morning on the radio. Isn't he just going through the motions at this point? I isn't th- he just playing out I the string at this point? To. Isn't um, he like the Orioles in September? He's just playing out the string. I, I think he's got to be at this point. I mean, you know, everything. You know, what I, I know it? that what was it last I, night they I know, tweeted out. I know the they DGA tweeted out made an ad buy or totally, whatever. Well, but, we can get to that in a second. Yeah, he tweeted out something last night that was just so galactically stupid and incorrect. Um. Shit, I can't remember what it was now. Yeah. I'll see if I can find it. But it was just like, you know, and, and I get it. Ben Jealous doesn't know anything about anything when it comes to the state of Maryland. I mean, at this point, but I mean, at this point, it's over. <laughs> I mean, you know, everybody go vote. I'm not telling anybody not. Well, whatever. Do what you want to do. But there's no there's no reasonable way. I mean, if you're a supporter of his, you're going to go vote for him at this point. But. There's nothing he can say. I mean, no. he's got he's playing out the string. I'm not saying he doesn't put out a lineup and, you know, try to try to try to win, but he knows that it, you know, the the game the match is up as it were. I mean, you 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 have to know that the match is that the game and, is and up. And I'm sure in and well, let's move into it. The DGA made an ad buy, really kind of a token ad buy. It was what was it? Two hundred fifty thousand dollars, something like 250 that. Two hundred fifty grand after the RGA spent. Right. Oh God, how much was it? Millions, millions, of millions dollars. multiple millions. They're spending. 10 times as much in Georgia and in Florida where the races are competitive. This is this is you know, this is a fig leaf, especially coming after the Baltimore Suns endorsement. Which we haven't gotten to that yet. Holy um, smokes. So, I mean, it's it's like okay, well we gave him some so that you can look back and the and the box score will say they gave him $250,000, but the reality is it was it was at, it was after it was after the fact. And I'm sure what will happen is if if the numbers and the numbers seem to be high for the first day of early voting, just like we saw in the primary, I'm sure with the jealous campaign will say, well, that's that's the voter voters are, are motivated. And most of them will be Democrats who are voting early just because of the registration numbers. So the assumption will be, ah, see, blue wave coming, blue wave. Oh, coming. By the way, I did. I did find the we're tweet. catching fire right at the right moment. You I know. did find the tweet, by the way. Go ahead. That jealous had last night. 
There is no advantage Larry Hogan has that our last one-term Republican governor, Bob Ehrlich, didn't have before he lost. Oh, my God, that's so wrong. And, you know, again, this this <laughs> no, right here, this is a this that's is a not list, true. This is a list of the polling from the 2006 election, kids. And it had Bob Ehrlich down by five or more points in every yeah. poll after the month of April. Yeah. That's seven months worth of polling. Yeah. No. And, and he was getting outspent and he was getting clobbered in, in the debates and the ad buys. And Martin O'Malley was was really taking it to him. And what was coming out of Washington was bad and all that kind of stuff. Um, none of that, maybe the last one, but it's not having an impact. I mean, the governor's got way more money, way more of a cash advantage, has right. higher personal popularity, is leading in every poll by a mile. Right. Um, and you would think, and this is the thing I think that drives me a little bit crazy. With, and he's getting more outside help than his Democrat. And even the Democrats. See, this is the thing that Bob Ehrlich never had. Democrats in Maryland rallied around Martin O'Malley. Right. Okay, you didn't have guys running in parts of the state as incumbent Democrats who were running away from Martin O'Malley. You're seeing that all. We talked about it with Ron on the phone. You see that all the time. You don't see Democrats, Democrats anywhere embracing Ben Jealous at all. Nowhere. Not very many. I haven't seen any. And you see them openly walking away from. We'll see another example of that later on. Even the even, even our boys at the Real News can't escape that. But fact. here's here's the thing that that bothers me the most about what the Jealous tweet at this point. Because look, right. I get it. I, I agree with you. They're going through the motions. The gig is up. They he's got to say up. that. They he's got to say polls don't matter. He's got to. Yeah, I mean, he's got to say is this, it. But. It's like this. That tweet. Just exemplifies the fact that he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. He wasn't a Maryland resident in 2006, so how well, would he really that. know? He didn't bother to do a Google search to see if it was accurate. You would think that either Jealous or some professionals on his campaign, and again, I know it's amateur hour over there, right. but you would think right. they would at least have some sort of pride in their work to not let their candidate say dumb stuff like that and get exposed as somebody who doesn't know what they're talking about. Yeah. I wouldn't, I've, I've never taken a paycheck from a campaign, but I've right. worked for a lot of them. And I've never let my candidates say dumb stuff that I knew was factually wrong. And and you've probably been involved in campaigns where at this point you probably knew it wasn't going to be your day. Right. And, you know, you, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, then the question becomes, well, what do you say? Okay. I mean, I, and this is kind of the point where we are. Like, we kind of feel bad for the guy at this point. We really don't, of course. I don't feel bad for him. But. He's getting his head kicked in. He has no idea what he's doing. He's way out of his depth on this stuff. Um, everybody's running away from him. He's and they're all bitter about that. We'll talk more about that later. Hey, I got a message from from a listener, Bill. Yeah, hi, Bill. Um, just just something he wanted to remind people of. Just a friendly reminder for your show tonight that I voted early in Baltimore City and was given wrong and incomplete ballots multiple times. First time I wasn't even given the governor's one, just city questions. Then I was given the wrong district for other races. Be vigilant to make sure you get all and the correct ballots. Okay. So thank Good. you for yeah, that. That's yeah, very important that. information. They're going to play some games in the city. Um, Shocking. I, I mean, I don't know what. Well, it could make a difference in races. There's no question about it. So, so uh, didn't have any problems in in Anne Arundel County. So, but but in the city, other places, keep an eye out. And look, sometimes it's honest mistakes, but. Well, and sometimes we they also have a remember hard... 1994. So, and sometimes they have a hard time getting decent people to do these things. I mean, that's one of the real problems with having ten days of voting, or however many days of voting they have. Yeah, is you got to staff all that with people. And I'm pretty sure from who are correct. essentially volunteers. I know they get some some payment, 
But if I remember correctly, those folks have to work all. It's a it's a twelve hour day. Yeah, I was talking all to one eight of the guys days, right? Do they have to work all those days? I don't know if they have to work all of them. I know my mom uh, does it up in Thurmont. It may be. It may be their strong preference. Yeah. Um. So, and a lot of those people do. So it's kind of hard. And you know, it, in some places, you can find people who are you know older or have or have that civic mindedness. It's a little tough in the city. Yeah. Why don't we go ahead and play that? Um, oh, what do you want to DGA play? clip? The DGA. Okay, so this is the ad. I'll find it here in a second. Is this it? No, no that's the. No. Old. We'll save that for later. That's fun. Um, is this it? This is it. Yeah. This so is this the is, ad. This is the, the ad. Democrats dropped two hundred and fifty grand on this ad today. This is going to turn it around. Parents and teachers know the real story on Larry Hogan in our schools. Fact is, many public schools have slipped some even in crisis. And Governor Hogan cut $68 million we should be investing directly on our local schools. Let's get Maryland back to basics. Ben Jealous, the only candidate backed by classroom teachers for his commitment to fully funding it. Okay, let's try this again. Ben Jealous, the education governor Maryland needs. Democratic action is responsible for the... By the way, the picture... That yeah, they it's, it's use to end it's this. Not great. Looks like he's a. It it's looks like he's eating an imaginary hot dog. Yeah, and I and I know this is an outside group, so they're not coordinating. But you want to help? When did don't he, help. When did he become the education governor? First off, he's not the governor. <laughs> Second off, he's talked about education. Yeah, I mean, incorrectly. They, they, look, these attacks we've heard before. We were number one. We went to number whatever that came. We, that talking point's been hashed over a number of times. There were cuts. There weren't any real cuts. Okay, the governor fully funded education, even beyond. He spent record money. We've been through all that, so that's that's weak sauce too. And then he's endorsed by the teachers' unions, which they, you know, they say as classroom teachers, which they euphemistically refer to as classroom teachers. I know a lot of people with teachers for Hogan stickers. Yeah, I mean, and that's and by the way, that's one of the reasons why the governor made such a big deal about doing that stuff. So, I mean, that's the ad. I mean, you hear that. I mean, and, and look, that's that's an avenue of attack. It's not fresh. It's not going to gain a lot of traction. They're not going to spend enough money to make. But this is it. And basically, this, this is, is them, what's supposed to turn around this a is, 15, 20 point deficit. This is them checking a box saying, hey, we did something. Yeah. And by the way, that's that's there's yeah. an article that was came out today, a BuzzFeed article. Let's go to that. Let's go, let's to, go that. to that because, story. Because we've gone from. From it not being competitive to now, as we predicted would happen, Brian wrote this piece weeks ago. We've talked about it before. Oh, it was months that ago gonna at be, this point. Yeah, the, there were going to be bitter recriminations when this thing went south. Yeah. And that's happening. And that'll be a theme on a number of things we, we have tonight. But here's the here's yeah. the article from so there's BuzzFeed. There's an article from BuzzFeed, which you would think. There's a link at RedMarathon.com if you want to read this. this. Um, and by the way, we're not fans of BuzzFeed. This is a left-wing uh, outfit talking about why... Uh, Ben Jealous is losing in Maryland. Headline, progressives think the Democratic establishment has abandoned their candidate. Progressive activists in the state are accusing some of the Maryland Democratic establishment of hurting Ben Jealous's chances of flipping a Republican governor's seat. Stab in the back. This is You wrote that months ago. I think Stab I wrote in it the back. not too long after the primary, quite yeah. frankly. Because we were already starting to see hints of them laying that out. Right. Ben Jealous, the Democratic nominee for governor in Maryland, was one of the biggest progressive success stories from the Maryland, this year's Democratic primaries. But now progressive activists are accusing Maryland Democrats of ignoring, if not outright sabotaging his campaign and the state's chances of flipping a Republican governor's seat. Let's stop right there. 
That's probably true. He was screwed before the Democrats decided to abandon ship. Well, I mean, but they are ignoring, and they may be outright sabotaging him. When they get into the article, we'll hear more. It's not an it's not an unreasonable claim. Now, they were probably motivated by the fact that he sucks and he's terrible. Yeah, and they like being in office more than they had some personal animus against him or his agenda. But let's keep going. Jealous. The former NAACP president ran hard to the left of a crowded field of opponents in the Democratic gubernatorial primary. True. Fact, campaigning on a host of progressive issues like legalizing marijuana, free college tuition, and a single state payer health care system. He won, capturing 40% of the vote over establishment candidate Rusher and Baker III, sure. with the backing of a group of progressive organizations that helped turn out the vote. The thing, by the way, that both um, this article, the Jealous campaign, the Twitter warriors right. are supporting Ben Jealous forget... Right. Is that sixty percent of the Democrats in the primary did not? No, I understand forty percent, and was a crowded yeah. field. But he did, he did win, and they think that in that low turnout primary where he got a, a plurality but a minority of the vote, right? That should have somehow propelled him into general election success. Which I mean, that's here's really what it comes down to, and we'll hear it more. Democrats, there's a civil war going on in the Democratic Party in Which Maryland. We've and talked nationally. about before yeah. as well. The progressives believe that they got a D beside their name. Everybody with a D ought to be supporting them. And real human beings who are registered Democrats don't always go along with that. Maryland's always been. It's a Democratic state, but it's a much more conservative state. Uh, it's not quite like West Virginia, but it's but it's not California either. Uh, the fact that the the state party has turned so far to the left is a product of really a victim of their own success. We've talked about this before. So right. they've gotten out of touch, which is why Republicans in statewide races have been competitive for so long. And it was a lesson that wasn't learned in the primary. The progressives did win. They, they, they're they really good at winning primaries. They're not good at winning general elections, and that's what we're saying. But as Jealous has fought through the general election against incumbent Republican Larry Hogan, he struggled to unite his party behind his ticket. True. A recent post-poll had Jealous trailing Hogan by 20. And by the way, Governor, Governor Hogan was prepared to, you know, split that vote. He was waiting for Jealous to win. That was his plan, was to get the immediate endorsements of leading Democrats. Yeah. He was ready for that, which is why and by the jealous the way, campaign did nothing to stop it, which is why for two months before the primary, we basically were literally begging Democrats, please nominate this yeah. man. Yeah, no, it, we saw it coming. There's a two to one Democratic majority in Maryland and national energy doesn't favor Trump or the Republican Party. Larry Stafford, Jr., the executive director of Progressive Maryland, Greg's close personal friend, told yes. BuzzFeed News. Yeah. We're absolutely frustrated with the political establishment in Maryland, and how they behaved. They're behaving in a way that national Democrats accuse the Bernie wing of the party of behaving, which I don't believe was actually the case after the primaries. Okay. I, by the way, this guy I was on TV with, who I, Ike Leggett hadn't endorsed. Did Ike Leggett end up endorsing Jealous last week? He did. He did. Very, very yeah. kind of milk toasty. But, I mean, that, that, was, that was typical of what's going on. Go ahead. Keep reading. Right. While national Democrats like former President Barack Obama and Senators Cory Booker, Bernie Sanders, and Kamala Harris have all backed Jealous' campaign to become the first black governor of Maryland, Jealous has struggled to gain support from some local Democrats who have campaigned on their ties to Hogan, sat out of the race, or endorsed Hogan's campaign outright. Again, these are all yeah. things yeah. that we've been talking about for months. Yeah. 
Progressives organizing for jealous have also griped about a flyer for the, the Maryland Democratic Senate Caucus Committee's mailing to voters to promote Senator Kathy Klausmeyer, who shows her sitting next to Hogan despite not endorsing him. It's not just her. There are lots of oh, examples there are of that. So many lots of, of examples of that. They're legit just propping up a Republican governor in a state that we know we can win, Stafford said of state Democrats who okay. have said on the sidelines. Now, now here's the thing. This is what this is what I was saying at the beginning of the article. They kind of got a point. You know, Jim Mathias is being very cynical and deceptive when he talks about how much he works with, um, with Governor Hogan and Jealous is out of touch with the shore. He's doing that just to keep his seat. Right. But he is undermining Ben Jealous by doing that. And he is supporting Larry Hogan by doing that. Yeah. He's basically telling uh, Democrats on the Eastern Shore, you should vote for Hogan. I would if I were you. Yeah. Now, does he really mean it when he gets to the when he gets to the state house? Is he going to support the Hogan? No, we of know he won't. Not. But so I, you know, the guy's got a point here. Yeah, Ben Jealous, Ben Jealous. There's no point in him going to the Eastern Shore because none of the Democrats over there want him, and they're working against him. So I, I, you know, I think there's a point here. Now, again, is the reason because they're they're. You know, they're disloyal to the true ideology of the progressive movement. Or is it that the guys run a terrible campaign and he's toxic and they don't want anything to do with it? Or is it because the guy's not from here and he has never established any relationships with these people That's and they have no reason to bail his ass out? That's part of it. Let's skip around a little bit. Um Jay Hutchins, the Maryland no, no, working. No, 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 no. You got to read the oh, paragraph. That's the most important paragraph. In an ad call, this one. In an ad called yeah. "Introducing Ben Jealous," Hogan's campaign attacked Jealous as too extreme and too risky for Maryland, singling out programs he's backed like single payer health care. While ads from the RJ have attacked Jealous, progressives have argued they've seen little help for Jealous from the DGA, which has spent heavily on races in Georgia and, and Florida. And this, is, this is the throughout uh, this the election. Is the, this is what you get. This is the ad that BuzzFeed mentions specifically. And there are. Some anonymous Democratic sources high up in the party saying they're concerned about Ben Jealous and, and his, you know, his expensive program uh, that he wants to put forward could be a bad matchup with the governor. Well, that's not news. A lot of candidates yeah. saying that, you know, you're going to get free tuition, you know, Medicare for all. All of those things, folks know that's not the truth, so you got to be honest with them. Well, let me, let's talk about single-payer, because it was attempted in your home state of Vermont, uh, and it, and it didn't Sanders. work because they couldn't get the funding because it would be too expensive, the, the Democratic governor said. And then uh, recently it, was, it failed in California as well. Democrats, again, not able to come up with a way to pay for it. People crowded in to listen to Governor Shumlin announce he's not going forward with his original health care plan. It became clear that the risk of economic shock is too high at this time to offer a plan that I can responsibly support. Amendment 69 would fund Colorado Care with a 10% state income tax, employers paying two-thirds of that tax. Business groups say it would hurt competition here. The reality is that some folks will have to find a different job. If Ben Jealous is our nominee, Larry Hogan will portray him as a tax and spend Democrat. Even the Washington Post called uh, Jealous's programs pie in the sky. There's Greg the only played that because he wanted to hear his own voice again. It's true. It's true. And it's cool that BuzzFeed pointed out that ad as being particularly important because, you know, I, anyway. 
Um, yes, I was feeding my own ego. But the point is, yeah, swimming in that yeah. ad, and uh, yeah, thank you. Like, you never do that. Never. Um, that I'm ad and ads like it went unanswered. Yeah. And by the way, there were no, outside of me, I guess, there were no right-wing voices in that video. They were all Democrats. Right. Or media people talking about the same issues that Ben Jealous was advocating. Right. Now, they go on, they say, you know, and, you know, the DGA says they expect to spend $300,000. But the DGA said, uh, we've been doing social media ads. Yeah. And we released a bunch of hey, stuff. Hey, there was an article, by the way. Remind me of that in a second. And then it talks about Tim Maloney, who, of course, a former delegate supporting the campaign. They, they throw Tim Mike. Maloney's a big supporter of Governor Hogan. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Mike Miller. There are other on. lawyers other than Tim Maloney, Hogan administrator. <laughs> Mike Miller, um, you know, they talk about his half-assed endorsement. They call it half-hearted. I call it half-assed. He still looked like a hostage. I don't think his heart or his ass was in it. I think we can agree <laughs> on that. He did. He mentioned, he said the word jealous once at the end, and it could you could have taken out the sentence and not changed it. People always talk about a progressive backlash. I think this year we were going to see as a progressive Backlash of the moderates, Maloney told BuzzFeed News. Here's the best part. A spokesman person for Jealous's campaign didn't immediately respond for comment. Yeah, I can't imagine why. And, and again, you know, this, well, there's no point commenting now, but when it's over, oh, there's going to be there's gonna be a good bitterness moment. spread everywhere. Oh, it's going to be boy. glorious. And to top it all off, you know, I, I, I have to issue a correction. Greg. Please do. I have to issue a correction because on last week's show, as well as uh, the air raid, not last weekend, but the weekend before. Yeah, I know where you're going. Last weekend, I said that Ben Jealous should reevaluate his campaign because yes. there was only going to be one media outlet right. that was going to endorse him, and that was going to be the Baltimore Sun. And I talked long length why the Baltimore Sun was going to endorse him. Yeah, and I, and I to, just to make your point, and before you go, I said the same things. I said on the radio multiple times that it was a metaphysical certitude that the Baltimore Sun would endorse Ben Jealous. And then the world changed. Um, yeah. You know, I, I saw I heard about it on my, on my way to work on Wednesday morning, and I nearly drove the damn car off the road. I, I saw it on social media and I'm like, this what? How is this? Because my phone started pinging. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it was probably you messaging me. Yeah. Um, and when I when I got to work, I looked at it. I'm like, what? How I is, think is, how the, is my, this real? I, I, honest to God, my the first two words out of my mouth were holy shit. Yeah. Because well, I could not you believe them on our family show here. But yeah, I I still have a hard time. I read the thing. And I mean, we can talk about the way they wrote it well no i'm with you this there's 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 some problems with, with oh the it's way it and look look okay let's let's start off the whole reason that the sun really endorsed larry hogan is the same reason why a lot of people we've, we talked about mark steiner on this show right. they don't want to piss their credibility away trying to right. defend the indefensible right this guy's uh, so bad. They get creamed so bad. That's the only reason they they did didn't want to do this. Yeah, and you could tell the way they wrote the editorial. Yeah, they didn't want to do this. And if you look, compare that to what the their endorsement, their crap endorsement of Brian Frosch, you can tell oh, when their God, hearts was, into an endorsement, oh. like when they endorsed Frosch, right. and when their hearts not into an endorsement when they yeah. endorsed Governor Hogan. Yeah, and the biggest takeaway from from that is again this this just BS line. And you talked about it on WGND this morning. I did. This BS line, we strongly consider endorsing 
Larry Hogan back in 2004. Oh, my God. The hell I you still did. Don't, oh, the Andy hell Green, you, did. you lying sack of crap. We wrote for you in 2014. We know you were not. You didn't even think you didn't. You never even thought that Larry Hogan could win. No. Okay. Let alone considering endorsing him. No way. No. It's easy to write no that. No way. It's easy to write that. Sure. And they're more left wing now, demonstrably, more left wing now as an editorial board. Of course. Than they, than were. they were even four years ago. Than they were. And remember, this is a paper. Greg, when we were writing the Friday yeah. op ed column, yeah. Greg wrote a column yeah. that said a Republican governor in Maryland. He wrote, I think it was December of 2013. Correct. And you talked about how. Might have been January, you know, but it was. How we had three credible and strong candidates for governor. Yeah. We had Larry Hogan, we had uh, David Craig, and the aforementioned Ron George. And I, and I said, look, it's not a crazy scenario at all. In fact, I, what I did was I said, look at history. Look at the last few election cycles. Right. Look at what we've gone through. The, the, you know, you look at Alan Sauerbrey in 94, and you look at Bob Ehrlich in 2002. There's a pattern there. Right. And we're following the same pattern. And there's every reason to believe that it could happen again. And there are some strong candidates. And the day after the election, their editorials, day oh, after, God, two days yes. after, said, well, nobody thought that Larry Hogan would win, even though it was in their paper. Yeah, they said only it was only, you know, the most partisan with all kinds of scenarios, like it was a crazy. No. And what I wrote was not some crazy scenario. It was a very reasonable scenario. In fact, it's exactly what happened. Right. So, uh, yeah, the Baltimore Sun editorial was full of crap. Yeah. Okay. And they were not. They they didn't write that afterward if they were thinking about endorsing him. No. Okay. No. Now they're chasing the result a little bit. That's the only reason they're endorsing him now. And they don't want to be, as Brian pointed out, they don't want to be the only paper who endorsed Ben Jealous, who will unquestionably go down as the worst statewide gubernatorial candidate in the history of the state. Right. Yeah, from, I mean, from a, from a political operations point of view. Yeah. Okay? Not the worst human being who's ever run well, for governor. That's, that's a true. different race, and some of the people who won might win that. But um, as far as the quality and the, the campaign that they run, it's far and away the worst. It's I mean, one of the most garbage camp statewide yeah. campaign. It's I mean, the most garbage statewide Democratic campaign I've ever seen. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I, and, you, I'm, you, and I'm counting some races in other states where, you know, Democrats get 10 percent of the vote. Yeah, and it's, you, just, you, it's insane. You jokingly referred to it as performance art. I mean, if it ha- if it was performance art, if this was really Banksy trying to do, you know, a joke as to how you could like a spoof of a progressive nominee blowing it. You couldn't you wouldn't do anything differently. No. It reminds me of Bob Roberts. You ever see Bob Roberts? The sure. Movie? Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's like that, except you switch the parties. Yeah. I mean, it's. And Bob Roberts won. It's funny because they complain about all the advantages they have, and they do. I mean, that's not an illegitimate complaint. They really do have big registration advantages. The national mood, uh, the national winds are not favorable. You know, the governor is the governor's still hostage to math, even though the governor is smart and knows how to persuade people and and, 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 and they've overestimated then they're out of whack with the general and population. it's all those numbers that explain just how bad <laughs> but, dem- is. but this was i mean i don't want us to get it's not over yet i agree this was a winnable race for democrat absolutely winnable and if they nominated a rusher and baker i don't think rusher and baker if, or, look, look i don't look i don't think anybody who couldn't win the primary couldn't win the general well that's true that's true. okay but if they'd had a guy who won the prime, we don't know what Kevin Kamenetz would have done. God rest his soul. 
Um, if Jim Shea had actually put together a campaign a little earlier that was a little better at pointing out the the, the necessity. I think a lot of people slept on um, what Jealous was doing, and Russian Baker was a really terrible candidate. No, he was pretty bad. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I mean, nice guy. Nicest guy in the world. Definitely. Met the guy. Um, Good guy. But terrible, terrible candidate. Terrible candidate. Terrible candidate. Uh, so, I mean, we called it a clown car. I mean, we, we like hyperbole, but I don't think it was that much hyperbole when you look at when you look backwards. But again, and, and, and it's funny, by the way, and we'll take a break after this. Yeah. We still got a lot more to get to yeah. on this this supersized show of Red Maryland Radio, basically. A little um, larger than normal. Let's not go super. <laughs> um, is the fact that now the sun is getting roasted. Oh, by the, people for endorsing Governor Ogan. I yeah. saw Democratic leaders yeah. talking about how the Baltimore Sun editorial board is racist, yeah. how they're canceling their subscriptions. They how, don't support black. They don't believe in black candidates. They don't support black candidates. They're right. a shill for Governor Ogan. Yeah. These are the same people who fired us. Yeah. After Media Matters got on their ass. For nonsense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and never replace us. And never replace us with any other, any other local conservative commentators. Well, Greg, I, I bought a lottery ticket, and I could have solved all those problems. Why would you spend it on that? Let it burn down. I think it's hilarious. I, I, I the, the schadenfreude of this election, d- d- despite what's going on, what may or may not go on nationally, is just, I mean, it's Greg, you unbelievable. Know, I think you're missing, think you're missing the unquestionable. point. If you have a billion dollars, you can spend a lot of money to buy the Baltimore Sun just for the sake of firing some people. Okay. All right. Well, then you got, but then you got to run it, and you got a thing, and... You know, I can tell you the editorial board would be different. Yeah. Okay. All right. Say. All right. I mean, I you know. Okay. The last I, time I, I tried to buy a paper, it was nobody bid for it, and they just closed it down. So. Okay. All right. You you have dreams of buying a newspaper. I I I think you could use that and do a lot. We're not going to have a billion dollars. So you don't know that. <laughs> paypal.me slash red maryland <laughs> yeah make sure that uh, yeah. kicks on the Koch brothers desk yeah somebody yeah. actually somebody give us some of that dark somebody Oak tried money, that man. again oh well which dark money outfits are funding you send them I our wish, way send I them our way we know we know the soros guys are funding you know certain other people maryland, maryland matters maryland matters josh but uh, you know we don't get that kind of funding no. So anyway, <sighs> Let's why don't we take a break? So when we come back, we're going to come back. And we're going to have to make it quick. We're going to have a little fun with our fellow friend Jizel Noor, who went up to Perry Hall, which is hilarious. <laughs> and then we got to, then we got to, we all got to take it to the woodshed a little bit. Okay. Stick with us. Quick break. You're listening to Red Maryland Radio on the Red Maryland Network. We'll be right You're back. You're invited to the first Red Maryland Leadership Conference on Saturday, January 26, 2019 at the Doubletree Hotel in Annapolis. Join conservatives from across the state to discuss the future of conservatism in Maryland and to develop strong, principled conservative leaders for the future. This will be an affordable all-day event featuring speakers from across the country discussing politics, ideas, and how to build a conservative majority in Maryland. Sponsorship opportunities are available. To secure your seat for this conference, visit redmarylandconference.com and purchase your ticket today.
And we're back. Red Maryland Radio on the Red Maryland Network. I am Brian. Now we're back. I am Brian. He is Greg. Good to be here. So. All right, all right, all right. I couldn't, couldn't agree more. Couldn't find him. Context to use that in or. That was a context. Was we're it? back, all right. Was it? I'll just play the other one, too, just for giggles. No, yeah. we'll, I'll find Oh, you'll nice. find a place? Okay. okay. You gotta... <sighs> Whatever. Hard Whatever. To, yeah. Just bring it back. Just have it fun. We're just having fun. We are. We're... Now we're back! There you go. Oh, look. Look at that. Look. What am I looking at? I don't know. You just turned. The, you made the sound louder. Well, because that particular clip is a little lower. So oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, called levels. I know. I know you do shows and don't think about those. I try. To I do. Sh- I do. By keeping levels, the levels the same, I, I don't always succeed, but I try. You know, I I I edit things. I I use audio elements now. You got on my case for years, but not use doing audio elements. Yeah, and in a few years, you'll get the levels right. <laughs> this is what I have to work with. Guy writes one post in like six months, and now you know this is what I get. That's right. That's right. All right. So, so we're we gonna play. I think we're gonna play the other clip. Hold on, the Facebook clip. All right. So let me let me introduce this. So our friend. Why don't you introduce this? Jizel Noor from the Real News decided that he uh, was going. He was gonna go cover early voting for the Real News. Okay. Right. So he went out and he uh, he put on his his tie and looked like a big a big boy. Um, you know, look like, you know, I guess he packed his peanut butter jelly sandwich and lunch. I mean, the kid looks like he's about 12. I mean, I know I look young, but come on, man. Um, you don't look that young. I got carded over the weekend, so I look young enough. <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, when You're you have to back that up to the beginning, by the way, you want to go all the way. Beginning. We can't play the whole thing. Oh, no. The best parts of the beginning. Come on. Okay. Let's just. All right. Play so we can't play 30 minute clips. So dude. no, we're not going to play 30 minutes of all clip. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. So Jizel Nord we're not do that to you. decides that he is going to go cover early voting right. in Harry Hall. Harry Hall. Early vo- at the so, Go Run Community Center. Now, again, Perry if, you Hall. Know, if you know the real news, Jizel Nord is basically the biggest cheerleader for Ben Jealous, but virtually an unpaid member of the staff. Here's a question. Do you think Jizel Noor has ever been to Perry Hall before? I'm pretty sure he needed to look on a map to find Perry Hall. It's um, not a denizen of Perry Hall. I, I don't. I don't and think I'll, he hangs out. God's there. country, Perry Hall. We're not. We're not impugning it at all. No, he's a bit. Out, he and you can tell by the reaction that he has to some of these people. He's he's not where he thought he was going. Today. <laughs> yeah, he, he. I think he thought he was going to to Ben Jealous country and was going right. to going to interview all sorts of people who were supporting Ben Jealous. And boy, did he get he, he, he got a not. rude awakening he in not. quite a hurry. So All go right. ahead. Let's let's right, play. Let it run a little. Some bit. of this beautiful bean we're footage. Just, just, we're just going to let it run a little bit. We're not going to do it. Cut it up too much because. Welcome wrong. to the Real News Network. I'm Jessel Norm in Baltimore County, and it's the first day of early voting in Maryland. Um, there's a lot of interesting races here. Think, by the way, um, says newscast. State house like is up for grabs. Um, there's a governor's race, which bright. is drawing national it's, attention. It's uh, blowing course, out the, you know, it's the, the midterms. Oh, there's and, a real cameraman. There, uh, there's a the heated uh, debate between Democrats and Republicans about the future of this country. Um, we were inside earlier. Uh, this voting station was packed, and you can see the line right now. He's got his guest, who he'll introduce in a second, just swaying back and forth. It's fantastic. You really, I mean, whatever. It's fantastic. Um, it goes out the door. Uh, and we're talking to some of the folks gathered outside. So uh, can you tell us your name and why you're here today? Sure. I'm Delegate Eric Bromwell. I represent the 8th Legislative District. 
Doesn't even know who Eric Bromwell is. Democratic delegate Eric Bromwell. That plays into what kind you're of a senior, about to hear. Kind of a senior member of kind the of Democratic Party. Not a new guy. Kind of a big deal in yeah. the Democratic Party in yeah. Baltimore County. Yeah. In Annapolis, and I'm running for re-election. This is my district. Okay, and um, tell us about your district. Who, who are the folks? I mean, because sure. people from all over the state can vote here, but who are the folks that That's not that true, by the way. And, and, sure, uh, sure. Yeah. Well, um, uh, I, if I remember people from all over Baltimore County. I don't think right. anywhere in the state. No, I think I think it's yeah. I think it's that you can you can vote. Someone in your you county. can correct us if we're wrong, but I hope that's bad information. But the, these are not people from all over the state. These are people who came. They're locals. Trust me. I represent Perry Hall, Parkville, Overly, Fullerton. Rosedale, Hill, and North area, so like just northeast of, of, of Baltimore City. And what are the what are the big issues bringing people to the polls today, and, and for you this year? Uh, you know, I'd I'd like to think that there are issue, issues that we deal with in Annapolis. Um, oh, I'd like to know, think people care about North, by the way, is uh, construction of schools and renovation of schools. They want to see lower crime in their communities. Uh, things that I've fought for in Annapolis, but a lot of it, uh, honestly, is is people that are paying attention to what's going on on the federal level and they want to make sure their voice is heard um, and we're seeing a, a good number thank you we're seeing a good number of uh of people here already waiting in line before early voting even starts which is i think a good sign i think high turnout's a good sign and you uh you talked about schools yes and um there's going to be a um, a ballot measure on the on the on the ballot this year to by the way he keeps coming back to this with hilarious results right uh, to dedicate um uh, casino revenue for public schools is something the voters passed 10 years ago, but that money hasn't really been going to uh, boost school funding. Uh, Good time to remind you that it was Republican. Well, like Eric Bromwell. All right. Sorry, did yeah. I step on it? Well, no, but I was just saying it's it's Democrats like Eric Bromwell who kept yeah. that out of the Constitution. Um, the has, that, has that gotten enough attention, you think? Uh, absolutely. I think it's going to be a no-brainer. I think that passes by a huge amount. I think that's right, what people the of course. want their uh, we endorsed that money of to course. go to and always have, whether you're talking about the lottery or whether you're talking about uh, slots or, or casinos. I think people want school construction. They want uh, education funding. And, you know, I'm proud that in my term uh, terms in office, we've set records every year for how much education spending we've had, and let's, let's including the last four years. It's he did it. He did it all by himself. During my term, we've had record education spending. Yeah. How many budgets has he written? Yeah. All right. What do you obviously voted for him? So let's go. It shows. You know, we often are ranked number one in the country with our schools. Um, and uh, Governor Hogan is, you know, a heavy. This is yeah. where it gets fun. Favorite in this race. Uh, ben, ben Jealous is, um, you know, he's brought he's trying to bring some new ideas to the table. Um, what's your sense of the governor's race? Uh, here, it's not going to be close. Um, Larry Hogan is going to win by by probably a good margin here. Uh, ben Jealous really hasn't campaigned here, so it's not really that much of a surprise. You know, there's a a, a difference. Which which you can see the relief on Eric Bromwell's face that he hasn't campaigned. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes between the Democrats that I represent in my district oh. and the Democrats that you have in uh, in Prince George's, Montgomery, Baltimore City, you know, we have a, a much like bigger you, tent, I think, than the Republican Party. So you tend to war. get uh, even different ideolo- ideologies uh, in between uh, even members of the same party. But on Election Day, we all come together. We try to support one another. And, you know, we're going to do our best to make sure that uh, we we win, uh, especially Johnny O. Uh, Jr. for county executive here. Would be a big deal. I served with him in the legislature. I think he's going to do a great job. And by the way, and so Al, Al Redmer. Let's hold on for a second. 
You can you can tell Gisele Nort is just completely defeated by that answer. Yeah, he's, he's talking deflated. to a Democrat. That was not the answer he was expecting to he, get. Yeah, he, he's talking to a Democrat, and the Democrat's like, eh. It might be starting to set in on old Gisele why they're having so much. Do we need to keep going with this? Oh, yeah, it gets better, actually. Okay. The Republican candidate, he ran ads sort of link trying to link Johnny O with Ben. They're talking about the Baltimore County executive race here. Jealous, calling him a... Uh, you know, a taxer and a big spender. What, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I served with Johnny O, and that's just not the way Johnny O is. Sure. And I think that, uh, you know, to link But you John notice that he's willing to Angelus go to the mat for Johnny O. the same as linking Larry Ben Jealous is on his own. Don- but yeah, Johnny, no, o, he's, Johnny O, he's in there for. He'll fight well, for him. I, it goes to a number of things. One, Johnny O has a chance of winning. Johnny O Truth. has connections with people in Baltimore. He has a history. His dad's Truth. standing behind him, by the way. Truth. So it's not a surprise. And that's what and again, that's one of Ben Jealous's biggest problems. He's not from here. He doesn't have the connections in the network here. Or the knowledge of the history, who that to talk to, a, et cetera. That really, and so forth. really makes a difference. And it yeah. and it's it's it just flabbergasts me that the folks in the Jealous campaign don't get that. Donald Trump. And I don't think that Larry Hogan wants that. So, you know, it's politics at its at its best, politics at its worst. Uh, but I know what kind of guy John is. And quite frankly, I know what kind of guy Al is. I served in the legislature with Al Redmer. His daughter actually ran against me, but we're all still very good friends. I respect him. I think he's been a heck of a legislator uh, and an insurance commissioner. But at the same time, uh, I know that Johnny O. Jr. is the right guy. He's got the vision that we need for Baltimore County, and I'm behind Johnny O. 100%. See, and again, he's not slamming Al. It's, no. You know, it's just business. Yeah. Right? And that's the kind of stuff guys like Jizel Noor just don't. They, they don't, don't get it. They, they don't, don't get it. Yeah, they don't get it. Now you're you're a Democrat. Um, yeah. All right, we we can move no, forward. No, 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 no. You got to play this. Okay. Wait. Well, did you endorse Ben Jealous? And did you? No. Thank you for reminding me. Yes. This is. Did you endorse Doris Ben Jealous? You campaign no. for him? No. Why? Why is that? Uh, like I said, um, he didn't come to our area really. I mean, nobody's been here to campaign for Ben Jealous. I've never met Ben Jealous. I'm I'm sure he's a he's a very nice guy. He's never even met the guy. Now, first off, do you believe that? Does it matter? I, I get, but he's running for governor on the ticket. This is an incumbent delegate. He's never he never even just had a meeting with all the Democratic delegates and senators. Apparently not. Or guys like Bromwell's like, eh, thanks, but no. I thanks. don't. I don't know who you are. I know not of this guy. But the Democrats who elected him in the primary tend to have different ideologies uh, than than my represent uh, the Democrats that I represent. Different ideologies. Yeah. <laughs> not more extreme. He's, than, he's talking about they them like they're different from a, ideologies. He's talking about them like they're from another planet. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. It, wow. Yeah. And by the way, I'm not sure they do really, but. He wants to stay in office, too. And I am a representative. I have to represent the best interests of my of my uh, of my district. So my, I have to save my phony baloney job. My rump, district rump, rump. has elected both Democrats and Republicans. They've told us to go to Annapolis, work together, be bipartisan. And that's that's really the only Annapolis I've ever known. So, when- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said that with a straight face, kids. He said that with a straight face. <laughs> oh my god and, it's a and, hold on a second. 
And Jaisal Norris just got to sit here and eat this shit sandwich that he just keeps getting fed. It's We've great. only had, that's the only Annapolis I've ever known. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, Martin O'Malley was never governor. Republican and governor, as governor, I've worked with everybody. I've, I was elected uh, when Governor Ehrlich was here, so I worked with him for four years. Worked with a Democrat, uh, Martin O'Malley, for eight years, and now I've worked with uh, Hogan for four years. So it doesn't mean that I dislike anybody. Uh, it's just a matter of, you know, once the election is over, you got it. Okay, I think we got the point. We can move on here. Um, uh, they, they edited it to a shorter version, which they tweeted out. Right. Uh, they, they edited they a lot skipped, of it out, too. They, sk- they talked to Johnny O's dad here yeah. uh we got a link at redmaryland.com you can they talk to a trump there. voter I, and i want to show that be, i want to play you that because here's a now they cut this out of the final edit I'm and shocked. it's an interesting decision well okay if you're a maga guy i don't know if this is your this is your standard bear but but here we go he finds a trump voter this is this is perry hall by the way a lot of folks up there be supportive of the president here we go, he's walking out. Excuse me, can we talk to you for a minute? We're at the Real News Network. Um, so, tell us your name and why you're here today. Well, I'm Bob Linlaw. I'm here here to vote, to take a stand for what's right. And what what's what do you think is right? What are the issues that are important for you? Well, I'm... I'm, I'm um, uh, standing with our president, with President Trump, and 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 then supporting the work work that he's doing. Uh, what what are what are the, his big accomplishments so far? Well, um, um, he is interviewing him like he's an alien. Like he's yes. just disgusted. How could anyone think this way? Uh, and I like this guy's faux hawk, by the way. Yeah, because there, there, there are several things. Um, 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 he kept his promises. Like what? Um, well, build, uh, he's going to build a wall and everything. There's never going to be a wall. Great, thank you. Well, all right. Now, see, they should have left that. Now and now, <laughs> excuse me. Now there's no. this. Now hold on. So now, he by just, the way, that was unfair to that guy. The, the, the president's made many of his promises. Whether this guy could call one up immediately or great. not. So now he just taps on another guy's shoulder. Just who he thinks just, is a random. Who guy. Who he thinks is a random guy, and let's just roll tape. The next just random guy. He had. By the way, if you were listening closely in the background, you heard him say who he was multiple times. Roll tape. Can we talk to you for a minute? Sure. Why not? So uh, I'm Jess Lenore with the Real News why Network. Not? We're live right now. Right. Um, if you wouldn't mind look, facing the look, camera. Yeah. At, okay. Facing the camera. I, I was talking little. to you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so, so tell us I your name. And why I think Tony's Tony Campbell, uh, Republican nominee for U.S. Senate. And. And then the shock over his face and seeing, and meeting a Republican seems, who's a black man. He seems genuinely surprised that he doesn't know who the Republican candidate for the United States Senate in Maryland is. Yeah. This is a guy who's supposedly covering Maryland politics. Yeah. He doesn't know. I, I just, I don't get, I mean, I know who Ben Cardin is. I know who. I know who Ben Jealous is. Yeah. I know who the Democrats are. It's just, uh, it's it's bizarre. Um, what, are the, what are the big uh, issues that... What are the reasons why people should vote for you today? Well, I think it's about solving problems and actually not talking okay. about. Okay, now that question is a pretty straightforward question. We're not going to play, We're not gonna play the whole response. This goes on for, I'm sure for he a while. Actually, answers the question. Them, but you know, we were just talking about immigration, and you know, all of this was cut out. By the way, this caravan of folks who are coming up here from Central America. 
Um, oh God, the real news but is not the issue the here that is, black is the immigration policy and who actually does immigration policy. And it's the Congress. The Congress is is uh, mandated by the Constitution to deal with immigration law. And so it's true, instead of, of having a, a broken immigration system that Ben Cardin has been a part of for 52 years and never really solved the problem, uh, why don't we deal with the fact that we've had 12 and a half million people here who are undocumented, illegals, whatever terminology you want to use, but no one wants to pay for an, a tax increase to get everybody out of here. So, and he goes on like that. And, and again, there's a link at redmaryland.com. We're not going to play the whole thing for you. Tony keeps giving him kind of, it doesn't, doesn't uh, meet the cliches and the stereotypes that this guy has for Republicans. Right. And so he keeps getting frustrated by that. They end up getting to some weird foreign policy areas. Um, but we'll let you watch that. And then and then where do we want to go next? We want this guy? Or do yeah, we... go ahead, this guy. Okay. Like this guy. So he moves on beyond Tony Campbell. Oh, no, this is just the election judge guy. We don't care. Okay. Um, and then he ends with this. And th- this ten couple, minute clip talking to a couple. Yeah, this this couple makes the cut that he makes this nice African American couple. That would you are, we, are you? Would you be interested? Yeah. Okay. So would you mind just facing the camera for us? Okay. Um, so just tell us your names and and why you're here today. I'm Philip Pack. And I'm Gloria Pack. And we're here to vote. Here and, to and, vote. and you voted. You already voted. We already yes, voted. Yes, we voted yeah. already. How did it feel? It felt good, it, and it felt um, felt good, extra good. With- These are very well put together people. Uh, you know, very dapper. I think everything that's going on in the world today, in the in the U.S. today, you know, it's Look really see, stop important right there. that you can see this just giant grin. Oh, he moves on in his then. face. He's, like, oh, He's all in. It's I got like, my finally, I got people who believe these, in the same stuff that I do. Yeah, these people are going to check all the boxes for Jizel Noor. He's yeah. really excited about it. We get out to vote. It's like he took a blue chew. Um, because people died for us to vote, and everybody should come out to vote, exercise your right to vote, sure. because things have to change in America. Things have to change. So, And I voted Democrat. I'm a proud Democrat. By the way, I'm not, I mean, most of the things won't change by voting Democrat in Maryland. No. In fact, um, nothing will change. If I can wager. Certainly nothing in Washington will change, because unless she lives in the first congressional district. Which is possible. Which is possible. Guess um, the so the national climate like and giant grin on his face. Oh, he's happy now. Yeah. He's got this is now he's got something. Our president that was that one of the reasons that you came out to vote today. Well, I vote all of the time, okay. but this time was more urgent for me to urge other people to come out because mm-hmm. I'm a um, both of us vote all the time, but I try to urge other people like my children and my grandchildren, you know, to to come vote to come vote because we got to get trump out of there he has trump not on the ballot he's not, he's not going to be out of there but this is this is the mindset oh he's got the biggest smile on his face right now this is yeah a, this is his audience to go and his his um underlings all those little legislators the in the south and all this trying to which we are in the south i i yeah but but again we're not going to hear anything about Maryland for a while, so just no. hang in there. Yeah. Stop people from voting and all. It's just ridiculous. You're talking about Georgia, yes, where there's two Georgia. two lawsuits right now. Yes, yeah. Georgia, and it's another another state, too. Um, yeah. well, Missouri, I think Missouri. Yes, yeah, a Missouri. couple of them yeah. where they're trying she to... She gets her news the from... So the black, black, and brown channel. Bears. Yes. No, I don't yes. think so. No, well, okay, good. all right, well, she could. Uh, what about you? What's, what's, the, what's, what's bringing you out here today? To make a change, if you want things to change, the only way to get them to change is everyone come out and vote. 
and make a difference in the way things are going now. If you don't like the way things are going now, the only way to change that is to vote and get people in who would make those changes. Okay. Which, um, I mean, there are a lot of changes so I think should be made too. There's an interesting governor's race happening here where there's a very popular Republican governor who's got some support from like 31% of Democrats are voting for him. It's more than that, um, dude. And you have Ben Jealous, who's More than 31% of that uh, parking lot. Bernie Sanders, who's reformed. <laughs> um, he supported ideas like Medicare for All, legalizing marijuana, um, Just more criminal justice reform. the boxes. College tuition. What are your What are your thoughts on him? Because um, the po- on on Ben Jealous and and G- Governor Hogan that race. Well, Governor Hogan hasn't done a very bad job. I'm- now, did you hear that? Hasn't done a bad. This is job. the hardest core Jealous supporter this guy's talked to, and she said he hasn't done a very bad job. Yeah. Now she didn't vote for him, but you want to know why he has seventy one percent approval ratings? This woman thinks he didn't do a very bad job. I mean. He hasn't done a very bad job, but I'm not voting for any Republicans. I don't like none of them. The only reason she's not not voting for him is because... eh, And this is what Ben Jealous was assuming every registered Democrat would do. Right. Because they're mad at... this is See, this is the problem. The the Jealous campaign thinks every Democrat is like this couple here. I voted for Ben Jealous. Give him a chance. I think he's, he's principled, and he could be a good governor. What about you? Um... The things that uh, Ben Jealous would like to do, those are very good things. And um, it's going to be difficult for him to overcome what Governor Hogan has done because uh, Governor Hogan has done a good job for this state. Putting over Governor and, Hogan uh, about he, how great of a job This guy done. says he's done a good job for the state. Yeah. <laughs> the and wife, you notice the wife was like, he hasn't done a terrible Jazel job. Jazelle Noor's smile has gone away. Yeah. This guy is actively saying, I approve of the job he's doing. You want to have 71% approval rate. These people would never vote for a Republican. Will not vote for a Republican ever. But I like but this gov- guy. But think Governor Hogan's doing a good job. In fact, doing such a good job that Jealous would have a hard time undoing what the governor's done. He's, he's climbing a tough hill to try to get past that. Right, the, the, polls, the polls have him down double digits. And the, uh, people that make election predictions have him give him less than a 1% chance. But the polls aren't always right. But no, they are not. By the way, I think that John Cluster, John Cluster was walking up behind Yes, it was. And here's the other talking point. Polls don't mean anything. This is a fun one. Right. Right. That's, that's why we that's have the president we, we have now. The polls are not always right. That's yes. how we got him. But um, I knew, I know that he's the underdog because um, Hogan has not done such a bad job. But... I'm just not voting for Republicans this time. I just can't do it. I'm not voting for none of them, any of them. So I wanted to ask you about a ballot measure. There's a ballot. There's a measure on now, there. Now this is fun. This is fantastic. This is great. Listen to this. Remember, these guys don't think Ben Jell- don't think uh, Governor Hogan's done a bad job. Jealous isn't going to win, but they ain't going to vote for Republicans, so they voted for Ben Jealous. Now they ask about this ballot measure that they talked about earlier with Eric Bromwell. That would dedicate all casino funding to go into school revenue. That was Hogan's thing. That- <laughs> uh, well, actually, that's what, that's what he claimed in his ad. See, when they edit it and they leave these people in, they highlight it was Hogan's thing Yeah, that she says that. So if you want to know why people advertise so much, this is why. Because <laughs> it works. Ads, but that, that actually was passed by Democrats. He had his own measure, which he proposed, which didn't, which wasn't passed. Right. That that um, you're right. The uh, when the casinos first came out, 
they said those funds would go. No, the lottery. Yeah. The lottery both first came out. Both. They, they that, said both. You're that, right about that both. That money would go to school. Christian Bale, by the way, has got a sweet yeah. rock. Yeah, Christian Bale in the back. Who knows what will happen? Yeah, did, did you support that ballot measure? Yes. Oh, you did. Okay. Everybody's oh, voting oh, yeah. for this, dude. Oh yeah. So now see, it's common ground. Yes. Yes. Look at the money. Yes. Was that something that you were, and you, you saw that you saw? It sounds like you saw that TV ad by Governor Hogan. Right. I did. Okay. <laughs> I it did. was all over. It's been all over. It's well, been you all certainly over. didn't see the Ben Jealous yes, ad. Yes. Just like the Republicans are Pre pre existing conditions. Yeah, excluding them so from coverage. Such a lie. Such a lie. They don't. They they voted against it. Yeah. You know, they tried to kill Obamacare. Here we go. And when they found out the Affordable Care Act was Obamacare, the white people freaked out. Jaisal Norman needs a towel right fought. now. He's oh, he's excited. To he's too messing it was now. A good thing. So, who knows? <laughs> it's just them against us right now. And, and now. Having with that previous sentence, who's the them and who's the us? I have no idea. I don't know. It's them against us. Either way, but Jizel Noor is. It's the white people went crazy when they realized it was Obamacare. And America needs to heal. It's them against us, but America needs to heal. Anyway. I think you get the point. And the best part about this, Greg, by the way, is the fact that Thank you, Jizel. This was all broadcast once again. And after he talked to that couple, cut tape. We're done. Let's go home. Yeah, yeah. He got. Yeah, he got what he needed. You know. So if you're keeping a score at home, uh, Democrat who's never even uh, incumbent Democrat delegate who's never even met Ben Jealous, no way in hell is ever going to support him. Nope. Uh, Johnny O's dad, uh, MAGA voter. Yeah. A re- uh, election judge guy. Election judge guy. Republican uh, running for the U.S. Senate who he didn't know who it was and. You know, didn't know how to handle him because he didn't act in a way he thought he would. Um, and then an African-American couple who would never vote Republican, but thinks the governor is doing either not a bad job or a very good job. I think Mr. Perry Nor- Hall, Mr. Nor is still. Now you understand surprised. why the polls are the way they are. Yeah, I think he got a little edu- edu- education there. Oh, he'd learn nothing. Hey, you but, know, by the way, enough for nothing. Talk about the real news. There was a um, the the Baltimore Beat newscast or podcast or some okay some nonsense, right? Um, you know, some some nonsense for um, what the hell am I trying to say? I have no idea what you're trying to say. Some nonsense that, about that's not new. Some nonsense podcast, and three people are talking about the governor's race and state issues and stuff like that. I have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. It was it's the most incredible thing I've ever seen. You know, you right. you think this guy, um, you think this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. They actually put three people at a dais to opine about it, including a musician who looks like a typecast for somebody who like came from Seattle in nineteen ninety four. Okay, you know, I mean, you know, there was <laughs> the ripped jeans and a you could a... you could kind of see the weed smoke around this guy's head. I mean, it was pretty amazing. Um, <laughs> You know, and it's just like these people are just bonkers. It's like it, it's 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 just hilarious to me because these people call themselves the real news, right? And they live the in news. they live in the most ridiculous bubble, right? I've ever seen in my life, right? I mean, these people are not of the world; they are of their own world. Where they, well, they do live and they do live in a bubble, a smoke filled bubble, no doubt. But they do, and it's fun to visit there because I know a lot of our folks. Don't get exposed to that. So this is why we like to do that. So right. 
So he had an adventure up to Perry Hall and got a got a got a real education. And I and, and look, that's not scientific or anything, but that gives you a sense. I mean, that gives you a sense where people are. You know, that last couple is what the jealous folks think every registered Democrat is, and it's not. As you saw from that clip. What I'd like to do is get Gisele Noor. Believe me, Hogan won with the people he talked to. Like, big. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to put Gisele Noor and that goofy Scott Collier guy from Dundalk TV. Oh, yes. I want that to be a show. That's got to well, be tell a you, show. I, you, say what you will about Gisele Noor. He at least has better production quality. And he's also not chasing senators around with a phone and putting it in their face in a diner and wondering why they won't debate him, the write-in candidate. The write-in candidate. He's not going to debate you because you're a write-in candidate. Again. For like two elections in a row. It's like three you know, elections in a row. This they get these write-in candidates. You want to talk about performance art. They Some of them run in the primary. Some of them don't. And then they act like they're actually doing something because they're writing. And by the way, you have to be an official write-in candidate or the write-in doesn't even count. So I don't right. even know if they meet no, that he, threshold. No, he's a filed write-in candidate. Okay. All right. But, you know, I don't know what this guy's got against Senator Salling and, and uh, some of the... But whatever. it's an entire cadre of... One thing that I've Pat learned... Pat McDonough superfan types who are right, all running exactly. for... Right, One thing I've candidate. learned in our brief experience in Baltimore County is that Baltimore County is weird. East Baltimore County is real weird. Weirder than... Was it Cecil County or Hartford County that you, you were... In a different way. <laughs> in a different way. Okay. But weird. All right. Cecil County has its own unique patriot points of view, but it's weird, man. They're all they're weird out there. Greg, let's do let's let's run the uh, let's run a spot real quick. Do a quick palate cleanser, and then we'll come back and do some network notes. Stick with us. You can help Red Maryland. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Stick with us. You're listening to Red Maryland Radio on the Red Maryland Network. You can help Red Maryland grow our reach when you visit RedMaryland.com and click on the Amazon link and shop as normal. A portion of your purchase will come back to Red Maryland to help us grow. Additionally, you can buy Red Maryland t-shirts, drinkware, and other gear from our Zazzle store at Zazzle.com slash Red Maryland. We want to hear from you. Email us at any time at RedMaryland at gmail.com. You can also leave audio feedback on a Red Maryland talkback line at 410-205-4875. We might use your feedback on our programming. You are listening to Maryland's most trusted conservative voice, the Red Maryland Network. Be sure to follow Red Maryland on all of the major social networking sites. You can follow us at Red Maryland on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Google+, Snapchat, and Tumblr to get the latest from Red Maryland. And be sure to follow the home base for all things Red Maryland, redmaryland.com. Celebrating five years as Maryland's only network that matters, you're listening to the Red Maryland Network.
And we are back. Red Maryland Radio on the Red Maryland Network. I'm Brian. He's Greg. Good to be here. And it's time By for the way, some... you can never go wrong with Alice Cooper as theme music or bumper music. I've it's learned true. that in my career. And, it's very true. Uh, it's a, that's a good theme that we came up with very quickly. Yes. Because, because look, we're going to do a segment right now. We know it's 930. This is, if you've been listening this long, God bless you. Um, here's the thing. We love your feedback. We love it. We crave it. We need it. Okay? And we tell you the more negative, the better. And that's fine. And sometimes you guys come through. And, 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 and that's fine. But sometimes, and especially as we're getting close to an election, people are getting a little squirrely and doing some weird things and, and doing some things that really kind of make us mad. Okay, so I don't know what order we'll want to go in with this. Let's but we have examples clip. of let's all play, of those things. Let's play the clips first. Okay. Okay. By the way, this is this is a person who has left a who has left a message on our talkback line. And Brian, can you give the number for the talkback? That's four one zero two zero five four eight seven five. That's four one zero two zero five four eight seven five, and we will feature your comments. On a future Red Maryland Network program. This is what it sounds like when you call. Thank you for calling the Red Maryland Network. We appreciate your feedback. Please note that any message may be used in a future broadcast. There you go. So that's that's what you'll get when you call and leave a right. message. We give you that disclaimer. And sometimes and oh, and and so sometimes people leave three messages in the span of an hour and a half. Yes. Yeah, so this And is, they sound something like this. Hey, uh, Thomas. Yeah, this is Mr. Single calling. When did you reduce the taxes? You're talking about $1.2 billion. And also, when did you make the investments in schools? Would you stop lying and tell the truth? Yeah, Thomas. Yeah. I live in a... Calvert County. Okay. This is Surrender Single. Don't lie to people. Yeah. Good advice. Tell me the truth, what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? Are you working in the government or you're just uh, appraising the houses here? Appraising the houses here. Thank you. And my number. No, 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 I hate people lying, Thomas. Bye. Yeah. Okay. There's no Thomas here, man. But that didn't seem then to stop him. This. Hey, Thomas. Uh, this is Surenda Single. Would you call me? Because I want to know where did you reduce the taxes? Yeah. And made investments in K-12 education. I support uh, Larry Hogan. But right. I want to know why you're lying. No right. record. Did you? When did you reduce? Let me know. Call me, please. And stop lying. He's very Thank upset you. about the lying. About he Thomas. Is. He is with the lying. We got another call. Now you would responded via text to this number so, to inform this gentleman that yeah we we had we, there is no Thomas yeah, here. Yeah, we 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 can text on the talkback line and said hey. This is redmaryland.com. Yeah. There's no Thomas. We know not of this Thomas you speak. Yeah. And so this is what we get. Hey, Thomas. Yeah, I called you twice. You have not returned my call. Yeah, he didn't. Would you please give me a call back? I need to talk to you about your brochure for election. 
So also in the middle of all this, there's no Thomas. Here. By the way, we got an email from the guy too. By the way, did you got see an that? Email. Yeah, we no, got an email. No, what did the email say? Um, similar. It was very similar. You so he had to, and it was from. So you know, you go to redmaryland.com. There's a contact section. We have the um, right, and we have the. Um, and by the way, we sent the text message that said, "This is redmaryland.com. You'll have three messages with us. There is nobody at redmaryland.com named Thomas. Right. We got a text back. Here's a response: Remove his name or ask him to remove from website. Wrong advertising. What the hell does that mean? There's, what? There's no Thomas on the name on our website. Um, and Who's so, advertising? And then what we, advertising? And then we got an email from the guy too. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and then we we get the email, and the email says, uh, it, "It says, when did you reduce 1.2 billion taxes? Call me at right. my cell number. Right. I live with my family in Calvert County." So, did he, he give a name? Is there actual name? Because I can't, I couldn't quite understand his name from the. Uh, well, his yes, he does. It's it's quite frankly, it sounds like a fake name. Quite frankly, I'm not going to read it on the air. Well, let's not go there. Um, but but so I think we should call him at nine thirty six at night. I think we should call. Look, he's he's waiting. He doesn't like people lying to him. You want to call him? That let let's at least try. And by the way, he had to go to redmaryland.com. See what redmaryland.com right. is all about. Right. He left three messages with that incoming message that you heard three times saying, we're going to play it on the air. This is redmaryland.com. Thanks for your message. Okay. I'm going to call him. I got to call him. You got to call him? All right. We're going to call I gotta him. Ca- I got to call we're him. We're going to call him. Let's, let's see if we can make this work technologically. And what is his name? Give me the name. Mr. Again. Single. Mr. Signal. Signal. Okay. All right. Let's see if we can contact Mr. Signal. Live on the air. It is a little later in the show than we talked single, about. Single. Mr. Single. Mr. Single. As in base hit up the middle for a second. I, I just, yeah, thank you. All right. Let's see what we get. One ringy dingy. Perhaps we'll just leave a message, and that's fine, too. You just seem so earnest to get a call back. I feel bad that we wouldn't return the call. I agree. So Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Three zero is not available. I'll leave the message. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Hi, Mr. Single. This is uh, Greg Klein from Red Maryland. Uh, I was giving you a call. You had left us a number of messages uh, looking for Thomas. Uh, I have no idea who Thomas is. Uh, I'm very upset about his lying as well, but I don't know the context or how you associate our number with this Thomas person. I can assure you, sir, that we have nothing to do with a Thomas or any advertising for a Thomas or any number. And I hope you get to the bottom of why he's lying. And I'm sorry we couldn't speak with you and uh, help you with that. Uh, Best of luck. Again, Greg Klein, uh, RedMaryland.com. Thank you. There you go. There you go. That didn't work out nearly as well as I hoped it would. Um, I think it worked out fine. So, okay. okay, so that's one problem we have. All right, I'll turn the floor over to you for this one. This is this is all this is this is you. We have three. We'll go. We'll we'll, we'll finish. We have three. I, I well, there's there's something I wanted to bring up, and then we've had some people who 
our pitching ideas for stories that maybe, you know, don't quite rise to the level that they ought to. Do you want to talk about oh, that? Oh, yeah, now? go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, you can okay. start. So so here's the thing, okay? And I'm gonna I'm gonna be a jerk here. I'm not gonna mention any names. I'm gonna be a jerk here. And I don't wanna be. But I was That's t- usually my job. Yeah. Well, you know, I am a, I try to be a fairly humble guy. I'm not a I don't toot my own horn. I don't you know, we promote things. I'm not as good at it. I'm I'm certainly no Andrew Langer. But I don't think it's Andrew Langer. But nope. Well, he went to William and Mary, you know. Yeah, I I do know that. Uh, And I don't do it as well as Brian does. And I should. And it gets me in trouble sometimes because um, and and I know I'm going to sound like a jerk saying this, but I but but it has to be said because apparently people don't appreciate it. Um, I've been I'm one of the co-founders of Red Maryland. I've been writing at Red Maryland since 2007. I'm the the GM of the network that we have here since you were literally the first podcaster in the state of Maryland. Thank you. See, this is why I need you to help me out here, because I'm on the radio every week, usually multiple times a week. I've written for The Sun. I've written for Maryland Reporter. I've been a columnist, whatever. I am at the risk of being immodest, one of the leading conservative commentators on state and local politics in the state of Maryland for quite some time right here. Yeah. With Brian, one of. Yeah. Uh, for quite some time. Yeah, you didn't just fall off the turnip truck, um, like some people did. You know, so I, I was, I was contacted by someone on behalf of a candidate, and they asked me if I would submit a letter to the editor for a local newspaper under my name, a letter they had already written. And I said, "Why do you want me to do that? If, if the candidate, who I fine candidate, don't have a problem with the candidate." If I could do a lot more, I mean, I had the thing I resented about it is I had to kind of say, don't you know who I am, which I'm not comfortable doing. And I know I sound like a jerk saying you it. do, but it's true. <laughs> but it's true. I'm, I'm, Thank you for reinforcing that. But I'm like, look, I'm like, look, I I write for one of the leading political blogs in the state. We have this. No, no, have, no. The the leading political blog in the state. We have this enormous audience with our. Our newsletter and our blog and our Facebook page and our Twitter and, our and media everything appearances. else and the folks and this this very show. You were like, on this... you were on Maryland Public Television. Yes, I I've yes I know I know I I'm, again I'm on the radio every single week, usually multiple times. That ad that we just played for the governor, the first ad he released, that was you. That was me twice in the same ad. <laughs> That was me doing a radio appearance that the governor took and put it into an ad that BuzzFeed said cost Ben Jealous the election. At least that's how I'm going to tell it from now on. And that's a good fish story. You should, you should stick with that. <laughs> so don't have me. I don't write. I don't submit letters to the editor. I could do a lot more for you than that to support the candidate. And this person who I thought knew who I was, who is, you know, someone who would be familiar with local media, perhaps. So I, I I really resented having to do that. Don't put me in that position, folks. Okay, don't don't make me pull the don't you know who I am? Okay, I can I, I I know I haven't written as often as I should. Brian gives me a hard time. By the way, apropos of nothing, got a great piece up today supporting my friend Doug Arnold for a clerk of the court here in Anne Arundel County. Definitely urge you to support him. He's a great guy. Indeed. Um, I mean, that's the kind of thing that I could do for somebody. Right. 
and blast that out and do that kind of thing. And it's Mention without a filter. You don't have a word count. It's immediate. It gets out there. Right. I think, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna pile on here for a second. Cause Please help me out. You were talking. Well, Please you were, help me out. You were you were we were talking about it before the show, and you're absolutely right because it's like a letter to the editor is nice, right? But you have to submit it. It's delayed. It's edited by right. somebody else. Whereas we have a giant megaphone, right. you know, where you know we go from it's an idea to it's on the internet. In right. I mean, hello. Earlier this year, I went from I woke up and I'm looking up some random thing on the FEC. Yes. To I have an international story that's covered around the world with Red Maryland getting credit for it. Right. And that took about ninety minutes. From right, the pushing publish to this is a international major story. Right, you were just cited last week in the Washington Post, and for, I've spoken for, in the Washington Post again. Well, it's a different story. I think about. It. Okay, I, all right, we'll about, get back. But, to yeah. it. but the point is, the point is that people call us for to we don't submit letters major, to the editor. No, <laughs> no, and I would never. And because I am someone who does have. I a mean, platform. Maybe people don't appreciate it as a reputation, but I do kind of value the reputation as a commentator. I'm not going to submit somebody else's writing. I don't put anything over my name that I didn't write personally. And, you know, if I wanted to write something to a local newspaper, um, you know, which I don't really have much of an interest in doing, I've written for newspapers. I mean, the Baltimore I, Sun. I, I'd sell it, well, for Len Lazaric and the guys at Maryland Reporter as yeah. well. I could submit that to them. They might get it. Brian does a column every week for our local newspaper here in Anne Arundel County. I mean, I don't do letters to the editor. Okay. And if you think that, and, and it's kind of, it's kind of insulting that people, and I could understand if it was someone who didn't know anything about Red Maryland, who, who didn't know anything, but this is someone who I think knows who we are. I agree. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe I should be more generous in my view of things. Maybe you should. Maybe you should. I ended up helping this candidate and will continue to help this candidate in question. But come on, folks. And, and I'm preaching to you guys. You guys are watching, you know. And I know I sound like a jerk saying it, but it has to be said. Just, just stop. Just stop. Just stop. It's in, look, we don't make any money doing what we do. We're not, we're not looking to get fat government jobs. God knows it hasn't helped me professionally. <laughs> I'm going to look right in the camera and tell you that. If anything, it... I, if anything, it's been a negative, not a plus, doing what we do here. Um, I appreciated what Ron told us earlier on about the service that we provide. That, that's very gratifying. Uh, we're happy to do it for guys like that. That's why we do it. But right. Come on. I don't do letters the editor. Okay. So now there's one more other thing that we want to talk about. Don't uh, you know who I am? Can I get that printed on a shirt? You can still, by the way, get the Ben Jealous, Are You Effing Kidding Me shirt. Um at, at uh, uh, Zazzle.com slash Red yes. Maryland. Yes. Get them while you can because yeah. Ben Jealous is going to be a non-entity in about 30 Yeah, the joke is going to be lost here soon. Yeah. So um, get on it. Get yeah. on it. All right, let's do the last So let's one. do the last thing. So Greg, I know this the is, this is you, can, you can run with this one. There's too. more than one example of this, so I'm not going to get too specific. Look, we appreciate you sending us feedback, redmaryland at gmail.com. We appreciate you giving us ideas. We've written a lot of stories from people who said, hey, there's some shenanigans going on right. uh, all over the place. And there's the redmaryland.com right now. You can talk about it. We talked yeah. about a bunch of Anne Arundel County Democrats getting cozy That's with a, great story, a Democratic county councilman who went to federal freaking prison for yeah. tax evasion. Yeah, that's a, that's a great story, and someone hipped us to that. And that's how we get so And we do that kind of stuff. 
Okay, we're happy to do that kind of stuff. The problem is that, uh, you know, we kind of have a threshold and we kind of have some standards. I think this is another one where I think people don't think very much of us, that they think we'll just, you know, any any local, you know, the 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 register of wills in Talbot County uh, misused his key card to let people in after hours. You know, that's not a scandal that we're going to write about. Okay. Especially when one of your the proof that you're providing is pretty. Yeah, you got an email from the, from the email from the guard saying, "Yeah, I think they probably did that." Yeah, technically, maybe it's something, but nobody cares. Okay, that's or the I still or the, I, or I, the, I read, or I read the, those emails a couple of times, and right. I'm still not sure what like the issue is or what people are mad. You know what? About part or, of that one, and I don't want to get into too much detail because we're probably making somebody mad. The person who's sending it appeared to be an attorney. And they didn't want to make a public deal out of it. It was like, well, I'll send it over to, you know, Niedermeyer. He's a sneaky little shit. <laughs> and I, if you get that reference, thank you. You're welcome. And I'm like, no. And you no. yelled at me for cussing earlier. I know. Well, it's late. It's late. I say it's fun time, but. Um, so please, 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 please. One, if you want to send it to us, just send it to us. But please understand that we're not just going to print every crazy you know, you got pictures of some guy going to some subreddit about, you know, his his uh, whatever bestiality perv he has. We did might we not go that? into. No, we didn't. That's an example. You want to uh, give the real examples of what we did? We yet? can we can play an audio <laughs> clip. <laughs> Nobody else those? seems to know want to do, do about okay, it. You I'm, play I'm, the making clip? A, I'm making an example of something that didn't happen, but is like something that did happen. <laughs> uh, we're not going to do that. OK. You, you got Facebook. Do it on your Facebook. You don't want to. Because look, there is issue a, a press release. You know, this is the thing that you talked about with. I'm sorry, I'm interrupting because I'm kind of on a roll here, and I you apologize. Are. You know, when you get somebody uh, like a friends up in Baltimore County who do a press release talking about something, and then you know that like the the allegations against the Democratic candidate running for Congress, right? We can take that and run with it. But if you're like, hey, you know, here's a here's a little piece of something that might be something you guys figure it all out and put it together. You know, we might not be able to do that, especially 10 days before an election. So. You want to play the audio clip? I do not. I, I have not listened to it. Oh, I have listened to it. I don't want to. I don't even want to get specific about what it is. <laughs> but it's really just, disturbing that I listen just to suffice it, it to say. I thought that kind of stuff only happened in movies. That's not really the kind of thing we're interested in in putting out there. Not movies that okay. I watch. I've known Langer's probably watched them. Though. I've known enough. Enough he probably hasn't though. I, I human beings are. If you got to really know everything about a human being, it would disturb you. I mean, remember the guy? Do you remember the guy who? Where is this going? Do you remember the guy Ken Bone, the guy in the red sweater yes. who had a question? Yes. Okay. Seemed like a fairly innocuous, chubby guy who asked a question at a presidential debate. And then someone goes to his his Reddit page, which, by the way, if you are on Reddit, you're a misanthrope, and that's a red flag right away. We have a Red Maryland Reddit account. We don't do anything for it. That's the thing. Well, we post some stuff. That's about it. We, we certainly do aren't we doing do a, what Ken Bone's doing. Let's do an AMA. Well, that's my point. Then you find out, because people are on the Internet, they go to his Reddit page, and they find out he's into, you know, naked. He's not naked. He's into pregnant women. And talks about them as submarines or something. It, it was weird. He had a weird fetish about pregnant women. I, I mean, that's uh, people are like that. Is my point. So 
I don't know how far any of us want to. You it's know. not. It's better than somebody going on the air and bet, talking about a weird fetish that some senator has. Yeah, I bet there's some percentage of the and general assembly that likes feet, and that and those are the good ones. Okay. Nobody said Rex Ryan didn't have a future political career. Yeah. So okay, we're not. We're, we're, grab we're him by the toes. We're selective about that stuff. Okay. <sighs> the worst part is that multiple people have come to me with that, saying, "I don't know what to do with this," and I'm like. What do you mean to it? Yeah. Why do you think we do? <laughs> uh, and, and you know, you had the great article about the, the uh, aid to Karen Young. Yes. Um, that, that was publicly That printed. was on her Facebook page. Right. When you do that, then maybe we can do something with it. You know. Um, but, okay. That, end, of, end of lecture. Just, end of sermon. Just either understand or work with us, people. There That's all I'm saying. We do have standards. I know you think we're just a junk website, but don't, because we don't think of ourselves that way. We're really not. No. We're, we're number one. We have feelings, too. Okay? By the way, early voting was up 108% today compared to... Oh, Blue Wave, obviously. Compared to... Was it 108%? It was like 100% more. Sure. Blue Wave, More than obviously. twice as many as... Jails wins by 10 points. Polls are wrong. Clearly. Clearly. Um, hey, did you know that they paint fluoride on your teeth now? I did not. I learned that today. I went to the dentist. I did not. Good for you. Yeah. I'm sure that some, I'm sure somewhere somebody in our audience is like fluoridation, purity of essence. Probably some Reddit somewhere, some subreddit on fluoridation, and you know, it's a good movie. I haven't watched that in a while. Have you, Doctor Strangelove? That's a great movie. Great movie. That's one of the greatest movies ever. Great movie. Great movie. Um, so this is our last show, of course, before Halloween. So uh, we'll be back. Yes. And so let's talk about scheduling because obviously. When uh, are we back? Well, yeah, let's talk. So about obviously that. we've still what got, you, you know, it's a lot of going on the next week. What we we've got. What Hall- is this? We've got Halloween. Greg's got choose your own adventure Sunday coming up. Reformation this weekend. Sunday. Um, a so, mighty fortress is our God. Yeah. Thank OK. You. OK. Choosing your own adventure since 1520. No, it's in the Bible. And we, don't okay. don't get hung up on that. Jesus only started one church anyway. Yeah, he, d- he did. That's right. Um, you ought to come join our one apostolic and Catholic church. Yeah, that's that's the one I'm in. Thanks. Right. For, thanks for playing. Damn right. Lutherans. Anyway, um, <laughs> every year we do this shtick and it never, never gets old. So Greg and I. So old. with Halloween. On Wednesday, with yes. a Holy Day of Obligation on Thursday. We're back next All Saints Friday, Day. November 2nd, for the last show before next the election. Friday. We've been building up four years for next Friday's show, damn it. So it's going to be a good and one. And will, will that be the end of... No, they'll still have early voting over the weekend. No, they no, won't. they don't. I think It'll it's be Thursday over to Thursday, isn't it? So we'll have some ideas on how early voting has gone. So that's a good day to do it, right. is what I'm But it is myself. the last show... Before the election. Before the election. Yes. Now, Greg and I will also be broadcasting live from the election night party, the Hogan election night party in Annapolis. We're working, we're working the details think, out. I don't think that it's been publicly announced the location yet, so let's kind of keep that on the DL for now. I don't, I don't even know what it is. That's how secret it is. Oh, okay. I know. I thought I told you. Um, you probably did. I'm just saying true. I don't remember. I'm trying to help you out here. Greg doesn't listen to me is what the point is. Uh, <laughs> Can you blame me? I mean, the guy's got fluoride paint on Steve. What am I going to do? Good point. Um, so more to follow on that. We're back then on Wednesday. We're doing a Wednesday show the day after the election. Win, lose, or draw. We're doing a show on on Wednesday night. Yeah, November. Well, we'll 8th. be hung over, so why not? We I'm joke. I'm joking. You're you were scared because I didn't know where you were going with that. But if you are hung over, no. But we'll make be up a poor late. choice. See, last time I didn't plan to be up late. 
and I plan to get up and go to work. This year, I'm taking the day after. That's also off. what I did. So yeah. um, I also have an eye doctor appointment at 11 a.m. the next day, so which probably was a poor choice. But be that as it may, and if you yeah. do go to the victory party and make a poor choice, what's that number, Greg? 410-541-60-UI. So we, we're kind of on a Wednesday schedule most of November. With yeah. uh, what are we doing the fourth? Uh, doing the fourteenth? We're going to do we, it, and uh, then Thanksgiving. The Thanksgiving episode, yeah. uh, and then the last. We'll have week our of perennial November, ham versus turkey debate. Um, we'll have our well. Plus, we've got a poll. We've got award sure. nominees coming yeah. out. There's a lot of stuff going it, on. Really, stuff you want to hear? Yeah. yeah, yeah, the good stuff, the fun stuff. It's going to be super fun time after we kind of dispatch. We'll exchange our latest letters to the editor that we've submitted. Sure. Um, so there's a lot going on here at RedMaryland.com. The home base for all Don't things you know Red Maryland. <laughs> We're all home base for all things Red Maryland. Click on the support us link. PayPal.me slash Red Maryland. That's how you can throw us a couple of shekels um, to help us out. Dollars even. Yeah. Bitcoin. We'll take that. Click on the Amazon link. Make your purchases through that Amazon link. A portion of that purchase comes back to you to help us grow and enhance the network. Yes. Um, you can also, as I said, Zazzle.com slash Red Maryland. Hey, subscribe to Red Maryland Network Program and iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, the TuneIn Radio app, and Google Play and have shows like this automatically download the device of your choice. As I said, we're usually on Thursdays. We're not be for the next month, but you won't have to remember because it's automatically downloaded the demand. device of your choice. Absolutely. It's on freaking demand. I'm back on Sunday with the Air Raid. One of these yeah. years, Greg will come back with the uh, conservative refuge. Yeah, we've got him writing again. So maybe don't we you know who I show am? Again. That's a, I'm going to change the name of the show to that. <laughs> um, and uh, so, of course, again, redmaryland.com slash 2018 election is uh, is is where you get all that good stuff. And please, folks, share it. yes, Facebook.com slash redmaryland. Lots of you have watched here tonight. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. So you're not the problem. Instagram at Red Maryland. We are on Twitter at Red Maryland. Please share this stuff. Yes. On Facebook with your Facebook groups, your friends, family, neighbors, colleagues, you know, co-religionists, in-laws, outlaws, people who need to see this information. Okay? Go put it on your next door group. You like that. Copy the link. Oh, I didn't tell you about it our, in the I next door. The big... Click, turn off notifications, and just might drop out out of there. Yeah. What about what? No, we had a big Facebook controversy in our neighborhood, but we'll, we'll save that for oh, another okay. time. Um, and, of course, email address is redmaryland at gmail.com. Correct. The phone number, once again, 410-205-4875. What's that number? 410-205-4875. And we'll show, tell you, we are going to put your comments on the air right. more than and likely. And there's no Michael here. Thomas. Or Thomas here. Right. Or I think it was Michael Thomas. Was I think about. that's who we were talking about. But, but uh, yeah. So, but Greg, let me tell you something. I am looking forward on Sunday, Saturday. I will be in Richmond for the Mid-Atlantic ChaserCon. A chaser. What kind of convention is that? It's is that storm some kind chaser of brony? No, storm chasing. Yes, yes. And I'm the nerd. You are the nerd. Okay. All right. I'm going to be interacting with people, whereas you watch a YouTube show about people playing Dungeons and Dragons. Well, I could go to the conventions that they have for those people. And I don't think that would help. And I don't think that would help my. I could go to a much. Facebook Live there, and I would look at them just like Jizel Nor looks like Tony Campbell. You know. <laughs> That's what that would be. That's just what that show. I don't would know be. what the, I don't know what you what you mean by that. But okay, that's fine. All right, look. Ninety seconds. Ninety seconds. Yeah, wrap so it we got to wrap this. Wrap thing it up. up. So go to redmaryland.com, Share our stuff your with your friends, and please, for the love of God, Ron George said it. Um, you know, make sure people get out there and vote. Yes, make get sure out you're there. Helping nothing's candidates. done yet. It ain't over yet, folks. We're having fun. It we we like over. a lot of what's going on. It ain't over yet. It ain't over. So for everybody here at the network, thank you very much for listening. For Greg Klein, I am Brian Griffiths. You have been listening to Red Maryland Radio on the Red Maryland Network. 
60 seconds. Wrong song.